morning, lovely people. It is Tuesday, no, it's Wednesday. Wednesday, the 6th of June. It's not the 6th, today's the 7th. It is the 6th. No, 7th. 7th. You did a doc. Have a word. It is Wednesday, the 7th of, <laughs> Wednesday, the 7th of June. Welcome to TDA, the day after. Your favourite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And as always, the lineup is lit. We go ahead and introduce ourselves. It's your boy, Big Moss, from the east side of the bridge. Good morning, people. It is your favourite shade queen, my own royalty. Good morning, big man use. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst, Melanin Jam Packed. That is right. Guys, it's a special day. Well, first of all, all in black. I love the sync. It's a special day today. Well, heaven. It's the fitness queen's birthday. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, Get some horns, please. Happy birthday, Gina. A dog and a cat and a dog dying in the background. Ridiculous. I'm gonna big up Gina. Happy birthday to Gina. Happy birthday, Gina. Go send her some love on the gram. Is she in England? Yes, she's back. Okay. I think, I don't know, it's Gina, man. No one travels the way Gina does. I don't know. She calls day. She was really the baddest on the scene in Immortal and all. Mm. So I think she's back from her travels. Was it just a weekend thing, the DLT thing? I think so. No, I think they were there, they were there during the week. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I can't remember. Yeah, I think they were there, yeah, they were there during the week. Yeah, because it was half term. Because the whole thing with the new dates and teachers wanting to go as well. Mm. And they can consider teachers. But I'm sorry, things, it's more expensive when teachers go. Like, actually, having teacher friends here, yeah, it's not how great you think it is. Mm. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, you still can't call in sick. No. And they can't. So holidays we plan as a group now. Shout out to my teacher friends. But it's ridiculous. It's like 500 pounds more. I'm like, because you want to teach. Oh, because they're always going in the holidays, isn't it? It has to, yeah, it has, mm. to be peak, it has to be peak time. It has to be summertime or what, half term. And obviously the prices are stupid. I don't know how you can be a teacher. I want to shake some air, son. But yeah, how's yeah. everyone doing anyway? Margs isn't crispy. Mm, to be fair, it's my eyesight. That's how I see it all the time. That's yeah. what my, that's what life looks like from my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. But how's everyone doing today? Yeah, all right. Thank you. Yeah. When did you notice your eyes was like finished? Not finished by the grace of God. <laughs> oh. The hell? It's finished, you know. It'll not be finished by the grace of God. Amen. <laughs> but um, I think from like school time, but I actually have a theory, right? Mm. I think that glasses make things worse. And so really and truly over time, I feel like my eyes, because I don't wear my glasses all the time, mm. I think it's actually made it stronger. Okay. Are you nodding because you agree with the theory, Mario? You know, I nod all the time, innit? It's oh. like either um, agreeing or acknowledging. Oh, he's just, yeah. Oh, okay. He's listening. He's thinking some bullshit. Mm. <laughs> because if you think about it, yeah, it's like it's like when you go to the GP and they give you like mm. a medication for this one one illness. Yeah. But then when you read it, it's got head of side effects. Mm. But then they keep you coming back. It's so it's a it's a capitalism thing. It's a pharmaceutical <laughs> people. So it's the same with glasses. It makes your eyes weaker. Because I know people who stop wearing glasses because yeah. it was whenever you go to the um, opticians, mm-hmm. you never they never ever tell your eyes are good. You're always gonna need something, some form of glasses, no matter how weak they are. 
they're gonna say you need some form of glasses. If you've got problems. Already. If you've got them. I don't know one person who's not had problems who's gone in there and they said you don't have problems. That's who's not had problems. Yeah. I've walked, I've walked in and walked out. Same. When? <laughs> when I was younger. I've done You're that young now. I, I passed out of flying colours. That, <laughs> that was straight. I went in, I left. I ain't got no glasses. Okay, well, I know now. It's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I actually still think I got. I don't even actually notice my, my, my eyesight deteriorating at all. I think, mm. I think it's still cold. So mm. how does it feel like acknowledging the, it deteriorating? It's, Have you noticed it getting worse? No, I don't think it's getting worse. I okay. think it's just how it is. But whenever I put my glasses, I'm like, damn. Like I can see, see. It's crispy. Wow. So like, it's, I can see you yeah. clearly, mm. but like it's not sharp. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit blurry. It's not blurry per se, but it's like... I, I, I get you. Do you okay. mean that, that there's yeah. no like ex, you're not? I can't, H, see, I can't see. you twice. But it's HD, but not 4K. Yeah. No. No. Nope. So you see how we got 5G? If you got like seven. I'm on like 3G. <laughs> Excuse me. What's that? Seven twenty. Oh, like twenty twenty. Don't be silly. I'm only fourteen. No, it's um. No, it's, it's, it's like, like it's eight like HD, K, four K, then ten eighty. Oh yeah. Yes. Seven twenty. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, like on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. you're probably on about seven twenty, yeah. No. No lower. No. You're going to sound 540, don't be rude. You're 480. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> From your description, you're definitely not 720. Because on some phone, 720 looks exactly like 1080p. Yeah. And that's crispy. Yeah. I would have to. 1080p was when I was born. <laughs> I ain't never seen that good. <laughs> but it is. When I put my glasses, I'm like, like things are so much clearer. Mm. But mine is to do like I feel like key is cool, but I can it's still some it's, it feels a bit weird. But I can't see like long distance. Okay, so the short short thing is is perfect. It's not perfect. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's just a, you got a nice in between. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm coasting. <laughs> I've got enough to stay safe in this world. Okay. That's mad. I, have you noticed anything that you could do that you can't do anymore? You see, like um. Say that, oh, I don't know whether it be fitness or stuff like that. Like, stuff mm. like that, like that old age stuff is kind of like natural and normal, if that mm. makes sense. So if I can't play football as hard as I could when I was a teenager, yeah. that's not even surprising to me. Mm. But I'm saying, is there like, like you could used to bend your arm up here, but now you can only get here. Like, or is there something that you can't do anymore? Or even say like the vision thing. If I actually actively notice my vision mm. deteriorating, yeah, that would be mm. one of the scariest things for me. Yeah, It is scary. Like one mm. of my that, worst be, for me, that would be actually crazy because yeah. I, I don't even know how I'd feel. Yeah. To know it, see it happen in real time and know that this is real life, this is happening, isn't it? Mm. Is there anything you can think of like that that you can't do no more? Um, or, like, or, or, it's, or it's just different? It's different. I used to be able to kick my leg off my head when I was younger. Woo, you're flexible. You're not crispy. Well, as, in, as in what standing straight and then just nah, that's yeah. <laughs> I can't picture you doing that. <laughs> 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 I was young though, I was young, I was young. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean but the the, the hamstrings are, are kinda tight now, so you know what I mean? Impossible. That's you? a good one. I mean just yeah. like normal like walking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, it's uh, like my knee just does mm. some crazy stuff, man. My right knee, man. Just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, mine was going to be my knees as well. But then I think it's interesting. Because mm. when I'm in the dance, my knees are good. But when in normal life... Because you feel younger in the dance. When you dance, your limbs have got loose joints. Yeah, because <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole thing, there's a whole joke on Twitter about like mm. how girls do it. Oh, their knees, they can't do this. When you're squatting, you're, you're struggling. 
But then when you see us in brunches, we're all the way down to the floor for like five minutes. Yeah, but then they go home, they got them on ice packs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done. Actually, yeah, I can't think of anything like that that I could do. But I do know something like my body aging is weird. Mm, like pains and stuff like that. It's crazy. What about you, Brent? Um, I fixed my eyesight. I got laser. Mm. Oh, did you? Yeah. Do you know what, Brent, though? Because okay. I remember you told me about it and I'm thinking yeah, about it. I just came back. But then I've seen a lot of like negative stuff. People have gone blind. Were you mm. looking for them? No. No. That was what was mad. No. Because we've had a conversation about this, I think, maybe three times. Mm. And I think the third time, I just went on Twitter to mind my business, as mm. I do. And I'm just seeing, I just seen random tweets and people have actually gone blind from it. Wow. Or some of them, their vision is worse. Can you put in like a percentage of like how much the improvement is? Yeah. What is it? 120%. Oh, so you like you was down bad before? Um, I couldn't, I couldn't walk about without glasses. Um, like how she's walking around with la- without glasses. Oh, so my vision is better than what yours, mm. what yours was. Oh, you was finished? Yes. Right. I used to play football with glasses and... I had to use a sports band. Like, like, you have string ones. And when it is, the strings, the little glasses strings. They're so cute. No, I didn't have the strings. It's oh. a band. Yeah, band, band. Like a, um, keep it. Yeah. yeah. One of the glasses I got, I broke um, playing football. It's ridiculous. Um, the football team I used to play for, Acting District. Uh, when it is that we we travelled, the the phone referee try say I can't play because it's dangerous to the other players. Okay. I ended up playing though. Let's go. Scored two goals that day. Come on, man. Period. Yeah, man. Love that. No horns. Oh, no, it's regular for me. That's <laughs> 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 what I do. Uh, no, no, no. But yeah, yeah, man. My eyesight. Uh, you are you? Um, like I said, um, I know, like I, I know, like I couldn't go full pelt in a football game. Like I could. Oh, the recovery is gonna be. Oh yeah, no, recovery is recovery is different now. Yeah, the recovery is going to be a myth yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But I haven't... Nah, like, my mm. wear and tear is all is all weird. Like, my hand's messed up and that, but because I got stabbed there and that, like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's things that I like. But, no, nah, I'm cool. I might kind um, of crick a bit more. Like, mm. crick, what's it, you know, like, when you when you click your bones and yeah. things? Oh. A bit more creaky. Mm. <laughs> Need I've some been, cod liver oil. I don't know. I've been like that for time. My toes click like crazy. Yeah, it's getting worse. Mm. I need to check. I might have sleep apnea. I'm snoring more in my old age. Mm. I feel like every day it's getting worse. You snore deeper. Yeah, it's getting worse. It wasn't like this. It was, but I didn't, it didn't even exist. I didn't snore. I wasn't a snorer. Same here, you know. I only started snoring in the last maybe like three years. Yeah, I wasn't a snorer. It was like I, was, I used to sleep like a baby. No yeah, worries. Huh? Are you getting the same amount of sleep though as before? Mm, that's true, actually. I don't know. I sleep because probably since I started this, I'm probably getting a bit more sleep than I than, than, than I used to. Mm. But um, yeah, it's just getting worse. Because I know it's like I allegedly snore like. Only... And it is proper alleged. Well, it used to Do be you know alleged. What pisses but... me off? No, no, no. <laughs> they got no, files now. Yeah, it used to be alleged, but they've done a recall. They've got a case. They've got a case. If you're sleeping, how do you know you're, you're snoring? People that snore, yeah, are always like, "It's alleged. I don't snore." So why are you fighting it? You do. You're disturbing the household. You do. <laughs> People, snorers always, always fight it. And then when they find you, they're like, yeah, because I'm exhausted. Okay, but well you snore. And you know <laughs> what it is? When you snore, there's too much pressure to be a good person. Like, Excuse me, sorry. What? What's the correlation? Because people resent 
like snow. Like you see, like if you're with your man and he's happy and things are going good and he's providing, mm. when I'm he's yeah, like when you sex him up and put him to sleep and he's snoring, you're like, oh, I did that. Look at him. <laughs> but when he's when he's like. When you got to be checking his phone or you think he might be cheating or a couple cases pending or he's not bringing the food home and he's there snoring, that's just, you're looking at him like you want to stab him in his chest. Like, he's, shut up, you lawnmower. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I mean, that video where the woman slaps the man when he's sleeping and she goes back to sleep quickly. <laughs> it's harder to love a snorer when, when, the, when the love's not good. Yeah, it is. It, it pisses me off. This is what I'm saying. Like, why are you making the sounds? Why are you making the sounds for? I don't like Stupid. you. Stupid. Exactly. Like, how are you sleeping like that? I mean, <laughs> you're ruining my life, but you're enjoying your sleep. You psycho. Now nah, you're right. You're all right. Yeah, so it's too much pressure, man. If you snore, it's too much pressure to be a good person. You have to be a good person. That's the only way we can let it fly. <laughs> That's ridiculous. All right, I've got a question for you guys, though. So, what is the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? Mm. Maybe you booked the last thing on holiday the day before I left. Ooh, that is spontaneous. Yeah, that is very spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah. I've gone on spontaneous holidays. I got. I've been going down the road. And my brother told me like, yeah. What are you doing today? No, no, I'm here. Link me. What do you mean here? Link you like that? Link him with the suitcase. It was like a different country. Like, oh yeah, like I'm here. <laughs> link me, you know. Like Wait in Bali. Yeah, like I'm here. Link me. What do you mean that? Like? He's like, right, I thought you said you ain't got nothing to do. He's like, I ain't. Come then. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. See you soon. <laughs> See you soon. In eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Done. Did that. I can't think of anything. I think in the holiday, similar thing to what Yusuf said. Yeah. Mine would be like when I'm out and. Like, I just, you know, like when there's an aftermotive, but my normal self would take safety precautions. Mm. Like I'll just jump in a stranger's car. I don't know this first. I could have been kidnapped. <laughs> I could have been dead gone. Yeah, that was definitely, I think that's the most spontaneous thing I've done. When you said jump in a stranger's car, like an Uber? No, like someone that was in the same venue as me, I didn't have a clue who they were. Or were going somewhere. So I said, all right. And I just trusted them and got in the car. Oh, okay. Very foolish, really, but spontaneous. Hmm. I feel like there must be something else. But you bet. I've done stuff like that, though, I think. Wait, where did the, the, the show take you? Yeah, but you after could party. go to stuff uh, like that. Party. After party. Yeah, that, I've done that. I've got an eye party after parties with strangers before. That yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah, but different for you, though. Back home, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah, but it's still the same thing, though. We've done it. Don't diminish my experience. <laughs> she's telling you she's done something. I'm telling you I've done it too. You're talking about yeah, because no, but, talk, yeah, but she's talking about the danger of it though. Because I'm I'm so the one, the, and this is you know what it is. That's a different conversation. That's it is. This is topic of the day actually. So you can wait to that. You keep it, hold it. In. <laughs> <laughs> hold it in. Ben, what's yours? Um, I think I vividly remember I was in uni, and I just finished. For the summer mm. and somebody invited me to um, a Moroccan restaurant mm -hmm. on a blind date to meet their friend. Yeah. And I was like, huh? I ain't got nothing yeah. else doing. F it. I'd never done it in my life before. Yeah, and blind dates are. Ended up being my girlfriend. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. That's so wholesome. Yeah. Just sit on the floor when you go to Morocco restaurant. Or do they have seats? Do they have chairs? I think. What? Because <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> no, no. Let me, no, let, let me get there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because they've got the pillows on the floor. Yeah. yeah and they yeah. get you, like, you're in Morocco. 
they set it up as if you're like mm -hmm. back home with them. Okay. There's some Thai restaurants like that as well. Yeah, we yeah. sit on the floor. So in my mind, like I've seen Moroccan restaurants I've seen on TV, they tend to have the pillars on the floor. So I thought right. that maybe that was just like a thing they do. I've never been to one, you know. Mm. Never have I actually. I'd like to go on a blind date, but if I don't like what I say, I'm walking back out. Do they have utensils in a Nigerian restaurant? What kind of question is that? This is what I'm trying to like mirror. How many, how many, you know, no, 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 that's a very strong mirror. So you open your vision out. How many, how many um, Nigerian restaurants have you seen on TV where they had no utensils? Not Nigerian homes eating, Nigerian restaurants where they had no utensils. Mm. All right. I've seen a lot of Moroccan restaurants that had pillows for seats. Souk Medina. Souk for dinner. No, Souk Medina. Oh, I thought you said soup for dinner. No. My bad. Okay, well, that's enough of that. <laughs> Let's get into our headlines. Okay, so our first headline is about Margaret Ferrier. You, you lot know Margaret Ferrier? Mm -hmm. Okay, so MPs have basically voted to suspend her from the Commons for 30 days. Why? Because she was breaching COVID lo lockdown rules. Oh, I didn't let it go. <laughs> I didn't let it go. No. <laughs> would, no. Do you know how long these things like everyone every month some stupidness is coming out? Mm. Well, the move will almost certainly lead to a by election in her Rufford Glen and Hamilton West constituency. Ferrier won the seat <laughs> for the SNP with a majority of 5,230 in the 2019 election, but has been sitting as an independent since losing the party whip. It will be an early electoral test for the new SNP leader, Hamza Youssef, with Labour hopeful of winning the seat. Opinion polls have suggested that support for the SNP has fallen in recent months against the backdrop of Nicola Sturgeon resigning as First Minister and Party Leader and the ongoing police investigation into the party's finances. MPs voted by 185 to 40 in favour of suspending Ferrier from Parliament for 30 days with the suspension due to start on Wednesday today. She has already been ordered to complete a 270-hour community payback order by a court after admitting culpability and recklessly exposing the public to the risk of infection, illness, and death. Next headline takes us to <laughs> takes us to um, you guys. Well, actually, actually, I don't think um, uh, Esther is a part of Labour. You know, you're more like Tory in that. <laughs> you know, I can't bother today. You know, the good side. <laughs> the good side. <laughs> he did a double thumbs up, y'all. Double thumbs up. <laughs> Well, the Labour Party's leader, Sir Keir Starmer, has vowed to protect communities from decimation after being warned that Labour's policies would lead to job losses in oil and gas. Labour has pledged to ban new licences for oil and gas production in the UK. Gary Smith, who's the General Secretary of the GMB, we spoke about this last week, said that Labour's policy risks creating a cliff edge for jobs. But speaking at the union's conference, Sir Keir Starmer promised to prevent a rerun of what happened when coal mines closed in oil and gas communities. He said at the speech, what I will never let happen is a repeat of what happened in the coal mining industry, where the industry came to an end and nobody had planned for the future. We're still living with the consequences. We cannot allow that to happen. And the last headline takes us actually to the Tory party, where our sister, Kimmy Bedenock, is in the news. Your sister, you need to clarify <laughs> these things. <laughs> the business secretary has defended a government clampdown on its plan to get rid of EU-era laws copied over after Brexit. Ministers announced last month that they had ditched the December deadline for the laws to expire automatically unless kept or replaced. 
but at the Commons Committee, Kemi Badenoch was criticised for making the U-turn over the retained EU law bill. But she says the deadline had created uncertainty and jeopardised reform. She denied the government had ever promised a bonfire of regulations before the end of the year, adding that she was not an arsonist. <laughs> she was speaking shortly before the government suffered two defeats on the bill in the House of Lords, which is scrutinising the draft law. But the UK incorporated thousands of EU laws into the into UK law to minimise disruption to businesses when the UK officially left the EU in 2020. An ongoing audit by officials has identified nearly 5,000 so far, around half of which are either environmental or transport regulations. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into what you say in Top of the Day. All right, so today's topic of the day, yeah, I was going to try and give you guys a, a bit of a, a lighthearted one. And I feel like this is maybe somewhat lighthearted. At least we'll try to keep it that way. But Ben, if you don't mind, can you play the link in the in the doc, please? <clears throat> and I want I want you guys to tell me what you think of what this guy's saying. Do you feel like there's truth to it, right? And be very honest and, and you know, critical about it. A lot of men don't even like women, and it shows. It shows in their opinions, it shows in how they operate, it shows in how they talk with their friends. It shows that a lot of times men just go for women because that is the right thing to do. That is what we are taught up on. But a lot of men don't even really like women because you don't respect them, you don't see their worth, you don't understand them, you don't try to understand them. The only time a black man is able to actually respect a black woman is if it comes from trauma, is if she's putting money on his books, is if she's holding it down. That's the only time he's able to understand her. Or if she's crying. But a lot of times when it comes down to black men, they do not really respect black women. They do not really appreciate black women. So you can't eyes? really, and I don't even talk about you. Yeah. I'm, talking, I'm, I'm directly to him. So you can't really say pick me. Because what it is, is as a gay black man, and I'm not even sexually attracted to them, I respect them and I honor them Sexy, and I understand that they make it happen. Them. But you no, can't, you can't a lot of y'all thoughts and opinions, y'all do not. You cannot say that because you don't know My the emotional shit out. that we go through because we actually been in love with women. Yeah. Hmm? Is it? <clears throat> All right. I'm gonna show you that. I'm gonna show you now. But this that link was sent to me by a member of a community. Big up Rebecca M. And basically, I want us to start off. Here, Rebecca, right? I thought you liked peace. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to start off here. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you feel like you can really like someone if you have a lack of respect for them? Hmm. Interesting question. I think mm. <clears throat> mm, kind of. No, for whatever reasons, for whatever reasons they make you lack respect would probably form mm, some kind of dislike. Maybe. As in respect mm. them, as in rate them, or respect them, as in treat them with respect. I think treating them with respect and respecting somebody is different. Okay. Elaborate, please. So I cannot respect somebody, mm-hmm. but I would treat people, I treat people with respect. Mm. So everyone gets treated with respect, right? Mm-hmm. But I cannot respect somebody, but still like them. I know the reasons why I don't respect you, mm. but you're a cool person. But when it comes to this area, mm. I have no respect for you in regards to this. Mm. Do okay. you know what I mean? But in, uh, okay, cool. What about you guys? I'll come back to that. Um, question again quickly uh, do you feel like you can like someone right but have no respect for them like with no respect 
Mm. I know it's kind of like a general one and it makes you, I guess, at least for me anyway, like if I ask myself that question, I feel like I'm kind of uh, answering it on an individual basis, right? Yeah. But based on what this guy's saying, where he's saying men, obviously he's talking about black men, but let's just say men in general. He right? don't even like gal. Why are we listening to what he's saying for? <laughs> <laughs> no, the black still, man, he's one still, of y'all. He, he don't know what he's talking about though. But, yeah, but, he, he, but he can still at least offer a particular perspective, right? And he's basically saying, based on what I observe from That's men who, who do say that they like, <laughs> <laughs> that they do like women, I'm noticing you have no respect for women. How can you possibly say you like women? Like, is, is, he, is he crazy for thinking that or does that make sense? It makes I think, sense. I think you can respect <clears throat> and not like. Okay. I mean, like some people, you know, you can respect your elders. You may not like that particular mm. elder. Mm. Because <clears throat> you're an elder, you respect them, innit? What if you don't respect them? Can you like them? It's easy. Yeah. You you, I don't think you can... Like, saying you have a lack of respect for someone, yeah? Yeah. Means, like... I can't, it's like, it's less, like, if you, you don't have to have an immense amount of respect for someone or rate someone, yeah. you get what I'm trying to say? You could just have them normally, but saying you yeah. lack respect for them means like it's, like it's less, whatever they've done, whatever's happened, yeah, you would have less respect for them than the average person. If they do, if they, if, if it's something like, if it's someone like that, yeah, how could you like them if they've made you, if their actions or whatever they are have made you Mm. Like have less respect for them. Like you're not gonna really. But you know, it's, like, why, how could you like them at the same time? Depends, it depends how. Yeah. Depends how bad <clears throat> the the what they've done to you know warrant the, the lack of respect. Okay. I mean, because you know what is I think of it like kind of like a character flaw as well. So I can know something about someone how a person is in regards to some like a character or whatever, and I don't respect you for that. Like I have no respect for that. But then I can like you though. It's like when you when you know some of your friends no. are like unreliable and whatever. Listen, I don't respect you, the fact yeah? that you're not like you're, Take you're this not in, yeah, and just think about this now, yeah? yeah. If I do something here yeah, to yeah. you, yeah, yeah, that makes you like literally actively like not a joke, it makes you have less respect for me, yeah, yeah than you had before. Yeah. That has to be something egregious. You like me less. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I'll like you less, but I still like you. I don't hate you though. I no, I'm not like saying you. hate, but you'll like me less though. So it's yeah, got a, yeah. So how, so where we want to find the like? How much can you really like someone that you've got a lack of respect for? I like you a little bit, just not as much as I did before. But I get what you mean though. Because mm. I, I think, and I think also depends on some certain people as well. There's certain people if I lose respect for you, I can't like you because of what you meant to me. If I lost respect mm. for you, it'd be difficult for me to like you. Mm. But if it's someone I don't really careful like that I just don't you're just you're, I don't respect what you stand for I don't respect your opinions mm. but you're <laughs> but a cool like, person you're cool no, you're that, cool that, whatever that, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean that don't ever go yeah, hand in hand I don't like I don't respect what mm. you say I don't like nothing don't about like you that, but you know what you're cool I'll keep mm. you around me that don't, it don't even work like that no, but yeah. I have people like that though where I don't respect them <laughs> mm. but I don't hate them like yeah. they're cool yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I know what they're cool for. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So my interaction with them is based on its surface because I know what you're good for. But in terms of things I don't respect you for, I would never come to you about any of those things. Yeah. Is, is that because like they never held a significant role in your life then? That's probably why. That's why I think it yeah. is. Because yeah. if I didn't, if someone who's close to me, if I lose respect for you, mm -hmm. it goes and I can't like you. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, just now that I've had time to think about it, I reckon I can't like someone I don't respect, but I can respect someone that I don't like. You don't like. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so if we now apply it to what this guy's talking about, right? Yeah. In terms of, um, obviously social media can kind of exacerbate certain things, but just based on how people kind of complain about the opposite sex. Yeah. Let's mm. just use Gender men. Was, yeah. Let's just use men, um, you know, um, interacting with women, not the other way around. Like, 
with all these men out there, you know, the, the extreme ones mm. who just like degrade women, talk crazy, this, that, and the third. How, how is it possible that they like females or like women if it shows from their actions what they say that they have no respect for women? I don't think they like women. I think yeah. those, those, what those, makes you think they like uh -huh. women? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. They only deal with women though. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but they, they like women they like for, sex and stuff. for certain things, isn't it? This is it. Okay. Yeah, they so, like so sex and that. It's not, what, they don't mean they like women. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so basically, are you trying to say that um, they compartmentalize, right? Yeah. And they're saying, I view women as... Um, sex and things. You know, yeah. those, yeah, those, but you know what they have uses. They, 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 they type of man, if them ain't got no uses for them, then mm. they go and say, nah, mm. so that doesn't mean they like them. Their uses, whether it be whether they want them to cook clean, whether they want to sleep with them, whatever. Whatever sir, purposes the they purpose serve, them, yeah. they take the purpose. That don't mean they like them just because they interact mm. with I them. I think it's a more case There's of... people who interact with people they, they don't like. They like women physically. So mm. they like the, the, the optics. They don't like them mentally. As yeah. in, I mean... And I think, yeah, because I, I agree with that. Because I think also as well, you will see in the kind of women that they're with as well. Yeah. That it always, they're always a certain kind of woman. Because mm. I think people that have views like that, they're not with women who are free thinkers. They're with women who they can have some form of control over women who have been through something and are still a victim of whatever it is they've been through. Like, mm -hmm. they're with a certain type of woman Definitely. who they can still assert that kind of control and still have the mindset that they have and exercise that in a way on those women. Why do you think that that is the case though? The devil playing games. Do you, oh, I, I know it may sound like a silly question, but why do you, why do you think it is a case where that women, sorry, men and even women as well, can kind of view the opposite sex as just objects and be like, okay, cool, you're just for sex. Or you're just for this because they haven't um, got any other choice. But bear women think men are useless. Yeah, but, but <laughs> like, <laughs> that's it's, so funny. No, it's, it's true though. This ain't like I mean we can do it. We, if we flip if we flip the conversation, mm. it works. It, it works both ways. Yeah, like, that's what exactly. women. Yeah. No, women go on like they women go on like they hate men. Mm. Like yeah. so, what do they not like us either? Mm. To be fair, I think the narrative is bigger that women hate men than men hate women. In my opinion, mm. maybe it was before, but the incels are going hard. There's a there's a there's a there's a, there's a trend going around. I don't know if it's the last nine months, twelve months, whatever it may be. But there's something in, there's something in the air. Over time, of course yeah. there is. Just with all the characters that are coming out, all the Andrew Tate's and all these things, and all these dumb podcasts and all these opinions. There's something in the air where it seems like it's it's shit. They're giving the, they're giving the girls a good good okay. go for their money. Maybe they're just starting to fight back. <laughs> Maybe they're just starting you know, to fight you know back, what I man. Think? I think yeah, mm -hmm. it started with the men not liking women. And then the women then no, 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 wait, that's wait. not fair. Ah, how do you know it's not fair? Because you've hey, you been hating us from Quay. down. Chill down. Look what Eve done. <laughs> and Adam's weak ass. <laughs> Adam's weak ass. She said, "Here's Abby." Was like, "Okay, <laughs> that ain't a leader. That's not a leader. Gossip with Eve in charge. Mm. I tell you that. But I think yeah, that whole stuff." Started with men, okay. in the way that the men treated the women, but that's what men were kind of socialized and taught of how they should treat women. Okay. And I think the women, I think from like independence and all like just knowledge coming up and women being just women becoming more aware of society, then decided actually we don't like all of these things. And that's what sometimes is a bit of a shock when women are like, oh, this is oppressive. Mm -hmm. And men are like, what do you mean it's been done from before time? So yeah, we'll just make it less oppressive now. Mm. Jamie, so I think it's a thing where the men have just existed how the men have, mm -hmm. not realising what women have felt the way they feel. I feel like a lot of women have felt resentment for years and then they finally got the confidence to then speak up about it mm -hmm. and then the men were retaliating 
But then there's like normal men who are like, what? But then there's like, mm. the, well, the other men. Mm-hmm. The, how about the incels? And those are the ones that are thinking. So I think men started it, but without realizing they started something. A lot mm. of women held that um, it was in the subconscious that they were being oppressed. Look here. Women, yeah, have been fighting for power, independence, all this stuff, yeah, mm. from the beginning of time. You get what I'm trying mm. to say? Like, shouts out the suffragettes and them gallery. You know what I'm trying to say? The suffragettes and them Yeah, no. <laughs> it's serious. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, and then it just went from just wanting an equal footing and getting an equal footing and being votes and equal pay and being heard and registered to tell yeah. And then we got there, innit? And then obviously women doing more for themselves. People understand they could do more for themselves. Earning, becoming leaders in their communities and doing yeah. stuff like that. And then it got to like, right, I can do for myself. If you can't do it, yeah. what are you doing there? That's when doing bills, bills, bills and all that. Can you pay my bills? I don't want no scrub and all these bills. things. This is, where, this is where they started moving to. It's like, okay, now now they got here and it's like, right, well, what are you doing? If you're not thinking, then they started. And then after that, which was, that was bad and not too bad. Yeah. But then they went crazy. <laughs> then it's like city girling, niggas ain't shit. You get me? If they're not tricking them. I'm F-R-E-E. Then they went crazy. Now they don't need niggas. Now they don't need no one. Man, they ain't worth nothing. You get what I'm trying to say? That These man ain't worth nothing if they ain't got a bag, if they ain't got some bread, no Birkins. You say that, but... That's all fake, though. That's all fake. Of course it's fake. But I'm trying to say, this is what you've put out there. So I think you've started it. It's the men fighting back now because you've been penning us for ages. We ain't shit. You've been penning us for enough long. We ain't shit. We ain't nothing. We can't do nothing. We're this, we're that, we're that. For ages, this is what you've been doing now. I think women say stuff, yeah. Women just men just take it too seriously. Like, relax. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I don't take none of that serious at all. I mean, like, like in the slightest. Women are online yeah, saying yeah, this, none, this, this. Maybe no one in this room does, because we're not mm. out here fighting mm. no, but a I good think, fight. We're just living our life, innit? Like, we're not. But do you yeah. know what I think like, do you know what I think men should have really really should have had the power? Mm. I think that men should not have been online arguing with girls talking about the city girl lifestyle, whatever. They should understand that they had they really had the power because these girls are online saying this than the other, mm-hmm. but they're coming to you. And you know the thing, Jeremy. So, yeah, I feel like I men should have, based on what is happening in private, mm-hmm. it should have been a thing like where you're just like, oh, okay, but, go off. Yeah, because how, you know how, how do you live in the real world and deal with women in this real life it. and believe the thing they say online? Mm. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> so I don't get it. But it's not just. But Cause I mean, you, cause I'm but sure it's, you know it's girls, humans. Because yeah. even when we do stuff like that, yeah, we yeah. always split it back and it goes into the war again. Men versus women. It's not just the guy doing it. It's the man doing it. People mm-hmm. are online chatting rubbish. But yeah, but yeah, 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 but that, and you know the things that they're presenting you know the is not real though? life. Do you know the difference though? I think there's more men who are who present to make online mm. and actually living that in real life than there are women. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll get you saying. So the, in, the the guys who say wild stuff online, they treat women like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Thanks for the horn. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So but then the women the women are pretending and I personally because I like when like say someone's say I was talking to a guy, but he's that with his boys saying, Oh no, I don't let it go. Da, da, da. But I know. That all I have to say is jump and you're saying Jeremy, how high. I like I like the power in me not putting that, like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say it out loud. I yeah. like that yeah. you're acting like this in public, but in the house we know what really happens. Yeah. And I think that's what men should have done. Like you guys know that behind closed doors, mm. you're getting away with murder. And this girl's online, like, oh no, you can't be a guy if he doesn't earn this. And you know she pays all the bills. I don't think men hate women or women even hate men, to be fair. I think it's mm. all down to a lack of understanding and a, and, a, and a frustration in what you can't mm. get from mm. the opposite sex. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you can't get what you want from the opposite sex, you become lash frustrated out. and you lash out. But it's not real. It's not better than real hate. Maybe not real hate, but I think men and women hate each other. Nah. They, I think they do, man. I think, I think they love each other too. Do you know what? Do you know, <laughs> I, I think the all, extremes... All, all we got is us, man. 
Like, real talk. All we got is us. And that's just that's just what's going to happen. You get what I'm trying to say that? It's going to be ups and downs. It's like a relationship. Yeah. It's like a, anybody, like an individual relationship in a, a marriage. Just because you get married doesn't mean it's going to be smooth. You're going to have ups. You're going to have downs. You're going to have days when you hate each other, days when you love each other. Yeah. And that's just how the sex is. That's just how it presents. But re- really and truly, we all, because unless you, unless you do away with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is your story. You can say anything you want about women or men you want, but as long yeah. as you're heterosexual, and that's how you present, and that's what you want. This is this is where you're at. This is your story. This is your story. I think the majority. I think the people that genuinely do hate the way they are online are a minority. I think a lot of it is just a facade. It's just like yeah. you say this and that, but then because even like yeah, you you say all of that online or whatever, but then in your real life, that's not what is displayed. Like I talk about how I don't want to be teaching white people about race. I don't mm. want to be teaching black men about black women's oppression, whatever. Mm. But in my real life, I have a lot of grace and a lot of time to teach the people that mm. I care about these things. Do you get me? So I think online is different because when you're online, you're not just talking about the people personal to you, you're generalizing. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think the people that, because gen- there are women who, it's like, damn sis, like, mm-hmm. well, press, but well, calm down. So there are people, there are men and women who genuinely actually hate mm. the opposite sex. But I think they're a minority. And when you see them, that venom is wild, man. It's like heal, deliverance, something. Gosh. Do you feel like sometimes it's um, like, I know you guys basically said in private, the hate isn't like it is outwardly, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, on social media and whatnot. But do you feel like maybe in private, they're hopeful. The hate is still there, but I'm hopeful that with this particular guy or this particular woman, it will work out. So I'm going to yeah. temper everything. But the thing about it, What's 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 it in so? What's the sample again? What's um, it in, what's it in, so? in in is it in involuntary yeah. celibate? Is it, yeah. Uh, Can you ask Bard, please? The narrative I've heard that in so is a a guy who he can't get the women or the he can't get the women that he's attracted to. Some of them are like that. Or something like that. Because right? they're very good looking incels. So some of them <laughs> yeah. they can't get the women that they would have loved. Okay. Or cool. the women that they the kind of women they would have wanted, diss them. Yeah. So now they've just channeled all their hate into it. So that so them being an insult. In cells, so it stems from the frustration that they can't get the women that yeah. they want. Yeah. So if they could get the women that they want, then they, they wouldn't be, be in cell. So that means they don't hate women. They're, they're frustrated that they can't get the women that they want. But then there's some though who no? can get the women, get the women that they want because yeah. they are attractive and whatever. Yeah. But they just don't like the order of things that like they want to. Because a part of it's also the fact that women should be subordinate. Mm. So they don't like the idea of like the woman working and this kind that all okay, that kind okay, of stuff. Okay. So some of it is that. But the majority of them can't get girls. Can't get girls. Because I want I wanted us to kind of go along that route that you just said, Esther, right? Yeah. Where um, it's not necessarily that they can't get them, because like you said, there's some good looking ones, right? Yeah, but they're minority. And capable. They're minority. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. But at least there's average and good looking. There's a big chunk of them that mm-hmm. would be at least average, right? And I think it's, ma- it's mainly because um, the roles of a, of a woman, or at least the traditional roles of a woman, yeah. have kind of been like skewed like nowadays, right? It's evolved. Okay, even, even better. Do you feel like that same um, issue is happening in the woman's mind as well? Those that purportedly hate men, the way they view men, the, the, the roles of men have also evolved. And because they're maybe not you know, benefiting from men in the way that they would hope, mm. right? This is what's causing the frustration. No, as th- opposed to not getting them out. No, I think with the women, with the women's one, it's um, a response to, it's um, resentment. Okay. Theirs is more resentment. I don't think it's to do with the role of a man. Because essentially, if the men were going to be traditional... Because, you know, women who still adhere to, like, traditional um, roles and stuff, 
they get they get with traditional men. They get with men who are like minded and have that mind mm. So they don't mind being a housewife and not working, not having a career, whatever, whatever. I think a lot of the women who hate men, it is resentment. It's about how they have been oppressed. And mm. some of them, when you look at their personal lives, they've been like assaulted, abused, and seen in their households and stuff like mm. that. Like the stats for the number of women who've been assaulted, it's wild. It's very, very like it's very high. Do you get what I mean? So I think with women, I would say with women, women's one comes more from resentment than mm. um than you know men not being how men used to be. Because the men are fighting to be how men used to be. So that that would you mean that wouldn't really work. I mean, except the bums, but they're minority. Well, we hope anyway. Do do you feel like also I, actually I feel I feel like you kind of said it because like when I was thinking about this I was thinking it's maybe because obviously like you said the world's kind of evolved mm. and obviously guys and even women too kind of want women or expect women to kind of be uh, to function like they used to yeah and when you come into this new world where a lot of these women can challenge you and 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 do some of the same things you do mm. it's almost like I have to kind of step up my game and do more things to maintain yeah. that head of the household role. Interesting, actually, because mm. the girl I follow on um, Twitter, her name is Joyce, and she actually tweeted a thing. Let me, I mean, actually get it. So basically, she's Nigerian. She's Nigerian. She lives here, but she's moved to Dubai now, and she works, got a really good job. I think she's like a SEO, that kind of job. And basically, there's a man who said he wants to reach out to her family. I guess to try and see if he can marry her or whatever. He's Nigerian. And basically, he was telling her about, like, so what he does. So she said... She doesn't feel like she told him that they're not going to be compatible because there's a difference in their earning essentially, and he's got, got like a traditional mindset mm. where he was like to her, "Would you give up your job for um work? Like, would, would you give up your job for love?" And she was like, "No, because a career like brings her happiness. Mm. It's also part of who she is and whatever, whatever." Let me read the the thing word for word actually. She said, "This guy in Nigeria that knows my family asked if it would be okay for him to speak to my parents about marriage, and I said no." I don't have an interest in marrying him. He asked why and I have my reasons. He focused on the financial reason. I simply said we aren't in the same financial place and I don't think it's it's fair on both of us. One, I don't want to limit my, my lifestyle and he shouldn't be pressured to earn more. It's just unfair on the both of us in my opinion. He asked if I would give up my work for love and I said absolutely not. I explained I love my job. It's something that brings me happiness and makes me who I am. I, it's also part of my personal brand so it simply cannot go. He said my reasoning is not realistic. He gave me a range of his annual salary in Naira, which was around 100,000 to 200,000 Naira, which is fine. I said that isn't bad. That's what he earns and good on him. I gave him mine in Naira, which is 28 million to 34 million. And he said I can't earn more than my husband. I called him insecure and he said a man is supposed to be the provider and there is nothing insecure about that. So I told him to go and provide for someone within his bracket. He can't provide for me. So he said he would report her to her family. And that's my issue here, is that that's like a man who obviously thinks traditionally. I feel like in this day and age, a lot of these fights and whatever, I think people could just go for what it is that is in line with your values. Mm. If you want a woman who's a housewife, blah, 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 those women exist, you know. Mm -hmm. They exist. But my issue is always when you want a woman who you know is independent, who you know thrives off having a career, who you know this, but it's like you want to be the one to kind of humble her. Mm. That doesn't make sense though. Anyway, the guy's tripping. 100%. Yeah, but that's the thing. Who's he tripping? You can't say yeah. he's, even if he's traditional, talking about he wants to provide. If he wants to provide and he really cares for her, why would he want to put her in a worse situation? Do you know what he's earning thirty million a yeah. year and he exactly. earns one million a year. Yeah. He can't be talking about 
get rid of that and let me come provide for you. She's right. Like, no, go and you know provide for someone who needs you. Yeah. You say he's tripping, <laughs> but that is the culture in Nigeria. No, but what I'm saying he's I... tripping is because he's pretending like he wants to care for her. So you're saying, I'm going to take you, I'm going to figure yeah. I want to care for you. That means he's got your best interests at heart and your yeah. well-being. If he really has, you'd be better off without him. <laughs> kind of the, like. yeah. So who'd but, leave you if, he was, if that was genuine? But a lot of men don't think like that. And yeah. a majority... Because that's the thing with... That's why I always say that I can't... I don't want to marry a man, mm-hmm. a Nigerian man from back home. Mm. Because this is their mindset. Like, I remember since um, I said what I said, yeah? And they got a dilemma from this woman. Her career... Like, she and her husband were earning... Both earning really well. Mm-hmm. She got a promotion where she was going to out-earn her husband. She said his attitude changed towards her. And he was like, you, he's like, you can't take that. And literally, she, she then that's said... She, and then she, she passed up on the promotion... And then, do you know what he did? He ended up being loving again and kind to her. And then they were actually saying that apparently in Nigeria, like, that's actually a common thing with, like, some workplaces at HR, where basically they help you falsify your payslip. So they give you a real payslip with your actual pay. Then they give you the payslip that you go and show your husband. Oh, wow. Everyone's posturing in front of him because this, this, this girl, <laughs> yeah, obviously, we don't want to speak for her, yeah? But if the guy who wanted to contact her family, yeah, was making 500 million naira yeah. a year, then what then? I don't understand. Is she is she is she called is, is would it be cool enough for her? Because obviously, what her work and her job it meant so much to her. It was a, pers- a personality, a brand. It was so it's not gonna go in it. But if the guy had that much worth and she was, would would she get rid of it for him then or not? No, but she was saying that he only focused on the financial part. There was other reasons. There was other reasons why she didn't she want it, but he focused okay, on the financial part. But yeah. I don't understand you Nigerians in the room. I, I don't get it. Talk to us, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this man came to the family. Yeah. And he was trying to convince them he was the best fit for the family. Mm. Well, he, he asked her for permission to speak to the family. I don't think he went to them yet. But Am I, am I wrong? I are, think, are yeah. Nigerian families, like, are they, don't they have ears and eyes? And no, but that's the thing, though, because she said... Is it logic? I didn't, I didn't logic base? I don't no, no, no. She earns currently yeah. more than Way him more. by far. Yeah. yeah. And he's approached her to say... Let me go and talk. Let me go and chat to your parents. Mm-hmm. I can convince them that me and your life is better. Mm. But you have to basically stop what you're doing that earns more. Yeah. And come by my side. Mm. How do, how does that even make any sense? And this Joyce girl. Yeah. Is she is she loud on Twitter? Um, she's known on Twitter. Hmm? She's known on Twitter. But this doesn't sound like a real conversation. It is though, but do you know what? No, but do you know what it is though? The thing is, because there, there are men who wouldn't mind their wife out earning, uh, earning them. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know until you start speaking to somebody. Obviously, she said that there are other reasons, but he focused on the financial bit. But that's to do with his insecurity. There are men who wouldn't mind the fact that their wife earns like hundred percent more than they earn. And I feel like if that wasn't maybe an issue, mm-hmm. obviously regardless of whatever else was going on, that might have been cool. But he, from what he, from him saying he was gonna go to the family to ask for this and blah blah. Because she did say, she said he said he's going to report to my family, but she said my family's going to laugh at him because yeah. that's dumb anyway. Do you know what I mean? So it depends on the family dynamic. I'm not sure what your question is exactly. Report I've, I've, to the family? That's, that's basically... Yeah, that's a traditional... I think you, you kind of answered what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a traditional way of thinking. Basically, are you basically saying, why is it that a family would even give him the time? How could you consider that? Yeah, but yeah. how would you know, though? That's you wouldn't nonsense. know until they have conversation that he's insecure. So if a guy, if a man comes to, if a man comes to my mum mm-hmm. and says, I'm interested in your daughter, blah, blah, Okay, yeah, you can talk to my daughter. You're not, we're not going to know how he thinks and what his mindset is until we have a conversation with Let him. Let me remove the parents from this, right? Yeah. Are men in Nigeria so stupid? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a stupid approach. No, but Brent, it's, it's not just a Nigeria it's, thing, you know, you know. I think, yeah. I, 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 I yeah, think it's just a, yeah, it's just a, 
uh, 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 let's just say it's not thing. a Nigerian thing, yeah. right? You've come to a woman who's earning way more than you, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And you're saying, give all that up mm -hmm. to be by my side. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Oh, let me tell you what it is. Do you know what it is, actually? I, get, look, I feel I get your question now. <laughs> because the thing is, there is a lot of um, importance placed on love and marriage. The yeah. reason why the men can come and be brazen enough to even suggest that is because there's so much importance and emphasis on marriage and you can accomplish the world. You could be Bill Gates. Mm. If you don't have a husband, certain cultures, you don't you earn anything. So the reason why they can do that is because they know that, that I guess that quote-unquote desperation mm -hmm. and that desire to be validated and have that social status of I'm married. That's why Two Faces Wife... It's still there. There's a social status that comes with being married in certain cultures, definitely in Nigeria. I thought so. It is that and financial security trumped all that bollocks in Nigeria. Yeah. I just told you. I just told you a real life scenario mm. where the woman got a promotion that she'd been working hard for for years, and her husband started mistreating her because of that, and she gave she passed the opportunity, and he went back to being nothing. I'm talking about the family. You say that love is kind of valued higher than riches. To me, me, that doesn't make any sense. But that's the thing. It's not, a social status. It's not love. It's not love. It's, it's, not love. Love. it's, not love. it's marriage. It's, the, it's a the social status that comes yeah. with marriage. Yeah. yeah. That comes with marriage. That so is the a social status of marriage. You being yeah. married. Yeah. Yes. Far more important than the family being wealthy. Bro. A lot of the time, yeah. You'd be surprised. I don't, yeah. I don't particularly Boy. agree with that, though. Yeah? I don't particularly agree with that. But that's but that's how it is back home, though. That don't make no sense to me. Yeah, of course, it's not your. Yeah, you wouldn't know because you're not exposed to I that. Didn't, I, I wouldn't even think if anybody asks me if that is what the case is in Nigeria, it yeah. doesn't. It wouldn't compute because y'all are known as hustlers. Like, yeah. I hear what you guys are saying, but I don't see it that way. I don't feel like mm. marriage trumps wealth in Nigeria, in my opinion. Fair. Yeah. What, what if? I see why you're saying that, though. Yeah, I, don't I, see why why you're, saying I see why. I see why. Because obviously, it the nation. The family, Obviously, no, but that's the thing, though. It's not a general statement. It's not a statement that applies yeah. to everybody because it doesn't apply to me, it doesn't apply to you. But there yeah. are people... My point is that there are people with this mindset. That's what I'm speaking to. I'm not speaking yeah. to the nation as a whole. I'm not speaking to... I'm not doing it. I'm saying there are certain people like that where that is the case. There are yeah. people who marry their daughters off to somebody that is a, a man who's poor. Mm -hmm. Like the man, sorry, the man is not like he's not rich. Mm -hmm. There's no wealth that comes from him, but it's the fact that yeah, our daughter married this person mm -hmm. because again, marriage yeah. is that social status, and the person they know that person is poor. They know he doesn't own land, he doesn't own cattle, he doesn't own anything. But it's the fact that yes, we've been able to marry off our daughter. So mm -hmm. for some people, certain cultures, certain yeah, some people, marriage mm -hmm. is a so it's a social status in itself. Hundred percent. But I think. Both 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 sides are um are correct, Brent. It's because like one side, if they've got money, they know about money. They're mm. not gonna marry their child to somebody who's got less money. Hundred yeah. percent, like you should be saying. But in 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 like most families who are kind of just average and below, marriage is is, is what matters because this then you've it. got kids. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Then then the family continues. That's so the it. wealth part, none of them are familiar with wealth anyway. So so why why you know? And I feel like wealth as well. Wealth is subjective. Wealth is whatever is wealth is to you. Mm -hmm. Some people that is their generation, a generation, yeah. and keeping the family name alive. Some people that is actual like money, material things. Mm. It just depends, man. But it's crazy. Yeah. Do you feel like in this country though, right? That. <sighs> okay, where where do you think people marry for the wrong reasons more? I know it may sound like a silly question. But think about it. Here or back home? Here. And when back back home, I mean West Indies as well, Caribbean. Like, in, like yeah, 
Caribbean, Africa. What's, wrong, what's the wrong reasons? Whatever, whatever you deem wrong. I reckon probably back home. Here then. Okay. I reckon back home. So two different sides. What about you, sir? And Brent? I think it's tricky. I feel like... I feel like both. I don't know what you would call wrong reasons, but in my mind, it would be like people marrying out of love and just for money and stuff, or mm -hmm. people marrying for stay and passports and these kind of things mm. and just yeah. all these kind of things. That's happening way more over here yep. than back home. That's going to be rife over here. They don't have to stay back home. They're already there. <laughs> there you go. So I'm saying here. But the mm. thing is, I kind of count that as being back home. Like if you're getting married for stay, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that to me, that's, that's back home business. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Right, there's so many because even if back home, for example, you can get married out of pressure, mm. arranged marriages. Yeah, your parents are marrying you off because they feel like you are a certain age, so you gotta get married. Mm. There's a lot of marriages in, in that happen back home that you're forced into. Yeah, yeah, but that's new. That's new. That's a new age sentiment that people would understand. That is from new traditions. And that's, that's, that's old. Them old that's brides. Old. Exactly. That. That's traditions. That's not. It's not fair to say that's wrong reason. Someone getting in, in, a, in an arranged marriage, you can't say it's not fair to say it's the wrong reasons now because in 2023 no, but do you know, we're looking no, but at. Do you know that's not the wrong reason. Do you know why it's fair to say? Do you know why it's fair to say it's wrong reasons? It don't mean. It don't mean it's right because it's tradition. Because the bride in 1955 didn't want to marry that man. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. So I just think it's, 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 I think it's unfair reasons, to say, oh, that's that arranged marriages and saying they're getting married for the wrong reasons. That's people's traditions. People have been doing that for hundreds, hundreds of years. I don't think that's. Yeah, that's I don't think putting arranged marriages in the category of wrong reasons. But it doesn't make you right though. No, but, fair, but, no, but one, I'm not talking about all arranged marriages. The yeah. ones that are done under, that's why it's not fair. under pressure. The ones that are done when they don't want to get married because their parents feel like you're a certain age now. Oh, I found, I found a man for you. Yeah, no, of course. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. that's why it's not fair because there's plenty of arranged marriages that have lasted the test of time and been successful. No, but you know that arranged families. marriages yeah, but some, where... Some, yeah, but some don't. There's a main, yeah. That's why I'm saying it's not fair to put all arranged marriages okay, in the category of wrong reasons. But there's arranged marriages here where you actually can have a say. Like, this mm -hmm. is the person, like, actually, no, I don't no, I don't want to marry him. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. There's arranged marriages where you don't get a say. Mm -hmm. They just say, by the way, tomorrow's your wedding day. Yeah. Show yeah, up. Course, yeah. That's it. Do you know what I mean? Those ones, those are wrong reasons. Anything that if if your if your um ability to make an informed decision by yourself, that autonomy is taken away from you. It's for, it's a bad reason in my in my opinion, because that re the reason behind this happening has got nothing to do with your needs. Yeah, it's to do with whoever it is that arranged it. Obviously, not all arranged marriages are like crazy, mm -hmm. but if you have a say, I think that's I think that's better because you can pick and choose in a way. Um, but if you don't have a say, and you're forced into it. Western eyes, twenty twenty three or not, that will always be wow to me. So you see, like people in positions of power, yeah, and people who do that kind of stuff, yeah, that still do that kind of stuff, yeah, and like they want to secure their bloodlines and stuff like that. They mm -hmm. get people when they're doing this stuff, they're doing it. They're not doing it for no reason. They're going to get their. They've come from good stock. They've mm -hmm. earned well. They've done mm -hmm. all this stuff. Everything that they've done, yeah, they're gonna go and put it down to their kids. They don't want it to go waste, and they go find another family now and all that. All this stuff, whether it be political, whatever, it's all powerful. Yeah. Your daughter's gonna come together with my daughter. Mm. Our two great houses are gonna combine. Mm. We're gonna move forward. Boom, boom, boom. And however the kid feels about that, regardless, all that kind of stuff is that's is that wrong reasons too? If it's benefiting that like, like your marriage is benefiting you mm. and us, it's benefiting our our legacy, our family, our well, everything. Yeah, but this is what you're, yeah, this is what you're born yeah, into. But that, I'm saying, is that wrong reasons too? That might not be that child's story. That might not be what they want to do. That's cool, but what I'm trying to say is, is that wrong reasons too, though. Is that because man yes. should be in there within their right to protect their family's best interests? No. Nah, man. I guess, I guess it if you got nothing to lose, it's easy to talk like that and say it. But when you got your when you got when you got invested in your interests and you want to protect them, what's wrong mm. with that? How's that wrong reasons too? I think it's the right reasons if the child is complicit. This is it. 
Charles falls into it, then it's wrong. Charles married Diana for the wrong reasons. Hmm? End up killing the poor woman. Charles married Diana was wrong reasons because the family wanted to maintain a certain image and maintain this and that, whatever. That, worked, that was that wrong everybody. reasons. That was a transaction that was calm. That weren't the wrong reasons for marriage. That's wrong reasons, babes. The, them aristocrats, that's that them their circles. That was the right reason. That was perfect. That was the right thing to do. Charles didn't consent to it. He had no choice but to do it. Yeah, but Charles is a being in Egypt. He's worrying about <laughs> loving them things there. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's the right thing to do. They've done it. Like, I, I, you know what? I don't know. I can't I get this conversation seriously with you. No, I, I, I hear you. Because I hear where you're coming from, but we're just ignoring. I, like, I, think, <laughs> I think it also depends on, on like, from whose angle. Yeah. Like, for example, from the Queen's angle. Exactly. Mate. That's not a wrong decision. Exactly. But from, from the person. The Queen's head of the household. That's what I'm saying. And it all trickles down. So what are we talking about? So it's the right decision then? Yeah. Why? But Why from the, the right person. Because I'm the boss. But the person getting married. Just because you're the boss, you don't mean you're making the right decision. Uh, in your the insubordination. Oh, you know what? Insubordination. <laughs> no, forget it. I can't even get it. The boss. I get it though. I get it. Of course you do. No, no. I tell you. Like, 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 that's something new. Yeah. No, because to me, I, I like you're both dictators. This, this is <laughs> why like, you get it. No, but this the boss, the boss like doesn't always make right decisions though. That's true. So that's true. Very true. And then if you look at the end result, they ended Diana dying. So then in hindsight, how was that the right decision? And him talking to for, for Diana, even for the family, because it all ended in a, in a mess. Mm. In a mess. It was, it was a big mess. And he's ended up marrying the original woman who was living anyway. Who wanted to be the tampon <laughs> yeah. of. It's crazy. I look at Philip. Well, I think we can kind of wrap it up there, man. Oh, there ain't okay. Because they're kind of premature. I saw bare more questions on this. No, no I just... Oh, no, they were all kind of linked in. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you were going to say something, Esther. No, sorry. You sure? Yeah, of course. All right, let's keep to our next headlines then. <laughs> <laughs>
I might not be right in this, but I reckon marriages that are based on love probably last longer. Because mm. yeah. once you get over the stage of appeasing your parents and that, you can do what you want after that. Right. You, you can you can get divorced after a couple of years and then it's done. But it depends on if if you're getting married just because of your parents. If you're getting married because of like linking the families, keeping wealth in, yeah. in there and all that type of stuff, I, I feel like there's going to be a respect there 100%. And, and a continual incentive to keep to when stay together. When there's jeopardy it's different. So obviously yeah. it's easy. Like if you've got, if you, if you, if, if you've got nothing or not nothing, like this, but I'm just saying if there's... Mm-hmm. yeah. Of course you can marry for love. That's what yeah. you're I'm worried about. When there's people there with empires and these things, mm-hmm. their mindset's going to be totally different. Yeah. You know, you know I, I, wasn't, I wasn't taking this question talking about empires and stuff. It's more so just regular one, like marriages. Do you know what it is? I think, because I mean, I, when I think about love, yeah, like love affects the quality of life. And for me, quality of life just, like live, having a good quality of life trumps everything. And yeah. I don't think that arranged marriage, like the ones where you're forced produces good quality of life and that will affect production like so marrying for love for me will always be a better option everything because then anything that comes out of this whatever fruit whatever whatever this whatever abundance comes out of this love that we have will always be more productive than than the other thing for me see to me yeah i'm not saying anyone's doing this right but i I feel like we have to separate arranged marriage being forced and arranged marriage out of a sense of duty because sometimes that's still forced though do you I, I, I don't think so. Do you think I have a sense of duty mm-hmm. is being forced? You don't think no, that um, no. Charles was forced to marry um, Dinah? No, he might have been forced. Just, but just duty, but, but no, but it was a sense of duty. But he's do you not. think that he was forced? Was he forced to be king too? I'm done. Let's get we we'll get one question at a time. Answer my question first. Let's be was fair. He for, no, 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 no. It's not about being fair. Answer my question first. Was it was yes? It was a sense of it was a thing of duty. Mm-hmm. But do you think that it, with a sense that um, thing of duty came forced? Honestly. Yeah. No, I think it was forced because he was with Camilla before and Wait. during the whole entire marriage. Mm. So clearly, Diana wasn't a woman he wanted to marry. It was Camilla all along. Hence exactly. why he's with he her he yeah. now. Who, who, when you say forced, who's the other one? What's the other one who went and married the, the American girl and gave up all his... Harry. Yeah. Gave, gave up no, all, no um, Harry done it again now. There's one who done it before. Um, um, he said Harry. <laughs> he would have been the king. He would have been, been the king. The, queen, the queen's uncle. The queen's uncle. uncle. He would have been the king. He'd give it all up to marry the, to marry the, to marry the oh, American the girl that he loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Who exactly. who? The queen's uncle. The queen's uncle, yeah. man. He would have been the king, bro. He, he would have been the king. Yeah, the but king. that was his that was his program. Exactly. What so what type of force so are we talking about? Charles knows his duty. He's talking about Charles specifically. If Charles loved Camilla as more than his duty to the crown, he would have done what his uncle done and left. He'd done it for his duty. To, Mate, to be the king, I'm not, no one forcing him to do nothing. I'm not arguing I about his duty. Whether, I think it was I think he wanted to be king. Hundred percent. Well, see, even so, though, he knew full well that if it is that he did what his flipping uncle did, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have that. So even so, that's I not forced. Duty. That's I'm not forced. Yeah. Then that's still not forced, though. It's a choice that he made. Yeah, that's right. So it's not forced. Then it's still saying forced is wrong. Okay, forget Charles. You can still say it was forced. Yeah, because he didn't want to do it. He made a choice. You just said he wanted it. You said it was his choice. He wanted to be king. Forget to marry that woman. No, but he wanted to be king. No, but he. But he wanted to be king. He's not cutting off his nose to spite his face. He wanted to be king. Saying two different things. Mugs. Saying two different things. It's not forced. He wanted to marry Camilla. He reluctantly. He wanted to be king more. He he reluctantly. Saying two different things. Married Diana. All things are true. Okay, cool. So it's not forced then. It's, it's partly one forced. is and one is it? No, <laughs> it is no. He was partly forced to marry the woman he didn't want to marry, right? To to be king. To be king. If his uncle just left and gave it all up, then there's no force in him. He didn't work. He's not his uncle. He's not his uncle. He didn't have to do it. Separate the uncle. Separate the uncle. They're two different people. You just said he's made. Okay, like in order, like the uncle could have been king. Yes, that's how high he was, right? 
and turn it down for the woman. Yeah. Yes. Mark is saying Charles could have done the same thing. If he couldn't have done the same thing, that's false. But the fact that he could have walked away and chosen Camilla. No, but we all know he didn't want to marry Diana. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. we all know that. So yeah, but he wanted to be king more than marry Camilla. He wanted to be king when, more. That doesn't mean he wasn't forced to marry Diana. He was, okay, okay. You're not, you're not understanding. <laughs> Things are true. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I said, okay. 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 <laughs> like, but also, yeah. I'm not talking <laughs> about his desire to be king. I'm talking about the specific act of marrying this Diana. woman, Diana. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Okay. Okay. But what I was talking about <laughs> <laughs> is that when you said about having a duty to do something, yeah. I think that it's can false. that can relate that can translate to force as well. Okay, so this is what I was, I was basically trying to say. I, I feel as though, for example, if right now none of us are used to that culture of, of force, like mm -hmm. real life force that families have to yeah, yeah. together, right? If your parents came to you today and said, "You have to do this," mm. that's force. Mm. If you was raised up, to, to me, in my opinion, if you was raised up in this family knowing that one day there's a sense of duty for you to do what's necessary. So for for this family to continue, for us to keep this wealth and, and this time and third. I don't think that's force. I think that's more so I understand my role. I understand the divine right I have to be in this position and I'm going to continue it like those before me and like those after me. Mm. I think that's different to being forced. That's I, I hear it. And I don't believe it's like 100% forced. Okay. I think it's, it's a mixture of a lot of different things. Isn't it? Mm. Because like you said, if you're in the royal family, you understand your role and what you have to do. Yeah. Right. But I feel like he was just forced to marry a woman he didn't want to marry. Because there was there was a list of stipulations why he couldn't marry Camilla, right? Because she was divorcee, a divorcee and all these other reasons, isn't it? So he's he grew up knowing his role, right? But he just married a woman he didn't want to marry. Yeah, and I get where you're coming from, yeah. And there might be people in the monarchy, yeah, who don't want to do things for the um like that would ever be marrying people and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. Yeah. And they can feel like they're being forced, yeah. Mm. But we've got a president's been set. Someone in the monarchy gave it all up. They've done it a couple of times. So that again shows no one's being forced. Whether they like it or not, whether they're making have to make the best of bad choices and decisions, it's decisions that they're making. If they want to, they can leave it all. And no one can't make them do nothing. Mm. You get me? So no one ain't being forced. You get me? Whether they like their decision or not, they've made a, a choice, yeah, that their duty and their role in this monarchy is worth more than my overall happiness and whatever it may be. So I'm going to go and do this. That's not being forced, man. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's some holes there, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just agree to disagree. So mm. that is to do with like empires and monarchies Ooh. and this annex. This isn't your lived experiences, right? Yeah. So does your opinion change based on how you live your life? Yeah. Because if you're just telling me, if you're just telling me like, what's the point? If you, you can't just tell me I've got to marry this 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 girl from over there, and there's mm. no because when I'm saying okay, why? Well, why, why, mum? Yeah. Why? You get what I'm trying to say? Because mm. you need why? If you're telling me, oh yeah, look, they got this, they got that, we're gonna do this, there, and, and if you're just saying because I said so, yeah, like and it's, it's, so, what's the benefit of this here? Like, what? Why? But can can someone reluctantly do something to get to an end goal? Like they really want this end goal, but a few of the things they got to do to get there, they don't really want to do it, but they're just. Taking the rough with this movie, basically. Yeah, cool, but then that would be in the why, innit? When so when I'm when you're when I'm asking why, you would let me know and I understand what the end goal is and what the vision is, and yeah. and then I can but, but if you ain't got no end goal for me or no vision, then where do we where are we moving? But if there was a path that would have been more appeasing to a particular person, right? And mm. they still could have got to the end goal, but he had to do it his mother's way. Right? Mm. Like the rules of like the monarchy can like change the rules, right? Like kind of. I'm sure he could have married Camilla. Right, I'm sure the reasons why he couldn't marry Camilla aren't reasons that they couldn't overturn, right? Or no? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not too I sure. Yeah, I feel like they'll they'll probably have to 
Because you know certain laws have been there for hundreds of years. Mm. They may be able to do it in theory, but I, I, I think it's... They can do whatever they want. Yeah, well, you say that. The, 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 the laws, whatever laws they got to get passed, got to get run through Parliament first yeah. as well. So no, it's not it. as easy as. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, they do. They gave up that. They gave that up ages ago. That's yeah. why the, the Parliament. Yeah, they gave the Crown gave that up ages ago. Because they can do whatever they want. Hundred percent. Let's, let's be honest. They can do whatever they want. There's more power within reason. There's more power, power in the Parliament than, than monarchy. They can't. They can't. The, they can't overrule what that. They, they gave the power to the politicians, bro. They can't. They can't. They can't. With certain things or everything, in regards to this, in regards to who you can marry and all that stuff? Uh, I don't... I don't see how that's I a parliament know, I decision. Don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not too sure. Yeah. I'm not too sure. I don't know if I'm honest. I think they had enough grease back in the day to lean on parliament to say this is what it is we want, make it so. 100%. Yeah, but how long's parliament been... But now, back in the day, when I think when the transitions, mm. when it first transitioned, and there's definitely a lot of grease in it, there's a lot of... Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100% when it first happened. By now, parliament's been... It's been 100... By now, parliament's got it. The, the monarchy... No, we're talking about the period when... Crown was um, showing us. Okay, okay. It had yeah, yeah. enough grease to basically tell um, the prime minister or the cabinet or whatever we need to switch this, make it happen. You yeah, okay. mean just a few decades ago? Just the same period in which it is that we're discussing. Talking about with Camilla and that. Yes, hundred percent. What's really changed between now and then? Then and now and then. You know what I mean? Monarchy has no power at all, whatsoever. Compared to what when under the, the same Queen. period in which we're talking about. Yeah, but I don't think anything's changed in terms of the power. I don't think they had power back then under the Queen as well. They, ha they had influence, but like the same, the parliament the same, had the final same, say. The same period we're talking about. Yeah, that Queen had no influence or power. She, she had influence, but she didn't have like more power than Parliament. I don't see it like that. Yeah, I'm telling you. No, no, I could hear you telling me because I could <laughs> understand English. I don't yeah. see it like that. All right, all right, because. I, this is why I'm asking you, like, Ben, what's changed since then? Like, I don't know. The fact that, you know is, I mean? the fact that it is that um, you could... And I, I guess I hear part of what you're saying because um, I think the Queen wanted to keep um, the boat, but they were like, nope, sorry, not making economic sense. Um, ticket. Mm. Right? So in that sense, you can see how their power was, was uh, diminishing, right? Mm -hmm. But in this sense... You might be right. I don't think that they could have changed something so pivotal at that point mm -hmm. because it would have shifted everything. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that even at that stage, they were struggling yep. to keep that particular exactly. air of I'm still running things. Exactly. 100%. So I, I agree. Especially when you had prime, um, prime, minister, prime ministers that would remind the monarchy. Yeah. I'm the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a Thatcher, and you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. And in even looking to um, keep indiscretions like what them, them royals were doing, like mm -hmm. left, right, and center, I think it would, it would be to the benefit of parliament to do that. Hence them. Um, yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah keeping the, the, the rules going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And you know, you know what I think, yeah, what I was trying to say, yeah, is that Regardless, yeah, obviously it's the monarchy in it, yeah. Mm. So the king probably does have enough. It's the king in it. You know what I'm trying to say? So he can probably get whatever he wants mm. done, done, yeah. Within not even within reason, because he's the king in it. My thing is what I'm looking at is that who really holds the weight in it, yeah. So that's when they're working together. So you, yeah, obviously you've given them their front face, and that's when they're working together. Mm. I'm saying if Charles and Rishi had beef, mm. he can't, what's he gonna do? Rishi's you know what yeah. I'm trying to say? Yeah. Say Boris. Don't use, a, <laughs> don't use a, an interloper. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but if the two heads of the states are beefing, where's the power lie? This is what mm. I'm trying to say. This, this, that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Where's the power lie? I think Boris will lick him up. Because Boris <laughs> will have the people. 
Well, there you go then. That's the point I'm making. Mm. Because even in the crown, we saw when the new prime minister came in, he wasn't respecting all of that regalia. He was yeah. waltzing in. Exactly. <laughs> <Gold> <laughs> <sauce>. <laughs> yeah. The queen had to kind of pl- fluff him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So this is not our lived experience, right? So yeah. we're talking about um, furthering uh, or keeping this particular monarchy and the duty in this to annex. But this is not how we live, yeah. especially in this Western world, right? So give me um, a reason as to why is I should still, um, I guess, support or advocate for this particular arranged marriage uh, in this Western society. I could understand you now saying, but back home is different. They live differently. Okay. So us arguing this, argue it from this particular lens that we're living in. Make the point. If 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 I understand what you're saying, um, this is one angle, I think, from an economics <laughs> position here. Um, I think love has showed that... Oh, okay, it's hard for me to say that yeah. um, all these divorces have been from marriages. Remember, back home, sometimes love. it's just your dad friends that he knows from the 70s you just have a good relationship oh let me marry my daughter to your son sometimes it's just that 100% (laughs) no you're 100% right yeah but then when you look at those same marriages a lot of the time they don't divorce they're happy they have kids Yeah. you know what I'm saying but the the whole love thing again 40% divorce right potentially again it's hard for me to say all their marriages were from love anyway but you know what I'm saying but yeah if, if I don't know I feel like people need more than love Nowadays, to yeah, stay together. I think more marriages will stay together for money than, than for love. Yeah, that's what I think. In my opinion. Like you will stay with someone if you're comfortable, financially stable, yeah. then so more so for love, I think. And no one stayed in a relationship because of love. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You need commitments. You need children. You need businesses. You need mm. houses. You get me? There's got to be some type of jeopardy that I tell you all the time. Well, if it's just love, what love? Just mm. Like air strings that I can just cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. an airstream. <laughs> no, that's not. They ain't keeping. They ain't keeping nobody together, man. Mm. Trust me, he's the best. Stay woke. <laughs> have some kids or buy some yards or something. Yeah, like but I'm that. assuming all that's there already, though. I'm, talk- I'm like kids, love, living together, houses, work stuff. But mm. I mean, if the marriage is getting rocky, people might stay more so because they're financially stable. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, yeah, hundred percent. As opposed to staying out of love. Mm. I mean, it might be you might still love your partner, but he might have done this, he might have done that. You still love him, but I'm gone now. But if the money is there, you may you, you may stay. I want to ask a question, yeah. But um, maybe you guys can just give me like quick um, two minute answers here before we move on. Yeah. Before you move on, would the men in the panel marry a woman they are not attracted to, but would improve the family finances? No. How much money are we talking? Give me a figure, man. It's difficult to basically put this to you because you would be in a marriage and you'd be lacing other chicks anyway without flinching. You don't believe in these constructs anyway. So, Manuel, answer the question. So, wait, what, what's the thing? <laughs> if I, if what? If would you, would character assassination? Yeah. Yeah. And the proper character assassination, man. Eh? You didn't say wow. it. You didn't rebut it. You didn't rebut it. He preached it. He preached it. His father's punching down and he's sometimes just. Okay. <laughs> 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 Well, and I'm just a regular guy, or am I like you are Emmanuel? Um, no. So you don't believe in economics overall? I do, but but this this is what I'm trying to say. Like, if if it's, there's a sense of duty as well, like f- for my family, I could do it. Yeah, but would the that's a question. Would the man? Would the man I'm, I'm, I might just a regular. Huh? You are Emmanuel, so would you marry okay, a woman okay. yeah, you on. are not attracted to, but would improve the family finances? Yeah, but what I'm trying to ask right is basically the family finances, right? Are we kind of like 
a big family? Are we like wealthy already? Or are we just like, just regular? You're Emmanuel. Emmanuel ain't doing it. That's of course he's Of course he's not doing it. But I said that first. But, it, but, but I'm also saying if, if I was like rich and I came from like a, a big family and we had certain wealth, I'll do it. Because I believe, I believe in duty. And it's, it's so interesting because whenever you make the argument, you mm. always place yourself in a circumstance that you don't, ex we don't live in. No, but I gave the first answer. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also, because remember, remember, this, this is why um, I've kind of had these issues with like Prince Harry. You know what I'm saying? And the whole Meghan thing. Because I believe in duty. So if you were rich, yeah. sorry, when you get rich, mm -hmm. would you marry a woman you're not attracted to mm -hmm. to carry on that particular um, wealth? No. Because I so am you rich. still said no. No, because I am rich. <laughs> no, because I am rich. If, if this was something that, um, like, I was born into this, uh, like, the family's needed to continue, it's been happening for a while, I'll do it. 100% I'll do it. I don't, I don't know if it is you can place yourself in that scenario. <laughs> right, I don't cool. know. You're saying that because it suits the argument you're making, <laughs> but I don't think that you're doing it. Especially well, if it is you're living in this particular westernized society. Mm -hmm. I don't think you're doing that. Because I, I know your brain. You're yeah. not marrying a woman you're not attracted to. Yeah, but you have to also understand. But I, remember, I also believe in, in, um, in everyone's duty to the community as well and, and to their families. You know what I'm saying? And, and when that's added into it, I'll look at everything. But yes, 100% I answered the question already. The first part, yes, of course. As I am, no, I wouldn't. I think so it's time for the am. trend. So hold on, so you, are you more Prince William or Prince Harry? William. William. No, not, not in terms of their character. I don't, no, I don't, no, 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 in terms of like terms of your the, duty to the monarchy yeah, yeah, and yeah, potentially, I guess, being unhappy, but still serving yeah. and doing your duty. Definitely. As opposed to, I guess, Harry might be happier, mm -hmm. but he's, not, he's no longer within the monarchy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Miles, what about you? What was the word again, sorry? Would you rather be William or Harry? So What, right now? Yeah. So the, the premise is you... What, right in the second? Yeah. William? Is William going to be king? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's... Let's, let's, <laughs> let's add in the guys that he is doing his duty, basically, but he's unhappy. Yeah, but he's doing his duty. And then Harry is happy with his life, with Meghan, whatever, but he's not no longer in the, in the monarchy. William. William still, okay. I want to be the king. Okay, so I don't know. <laughs> Harry, Harry, just Harry now. Harry was, he was, mm. Harry was, was a monarch the other day. Now he's just Harry. I but, even, but, since he left, but the, I didn't even watch him anymore. No remember, business remember, Harry. remember, he's he's not in line to be king though. Yeah, but he could have been. No, he couldn't have been. He could have killed his brothers. There's oh, things God. that he could have done. Are you crazy? <laughs> you don't mean that you don't watch Game of Thrones. There's things he could have done. He was, he had so a line. Enough. There was a line to the throne. For him to be king, he have to, he'll have to kill, kill his nephew too. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> you move like you ain't seen Game of Thrones. This is real life, nigga. I'm just saying, whoever's got a goal's got a goal. And if Harry ain't got no ambition, that's on Harry. But I'm telling you now, if I was Harry. <laughs> you had no ambition. Yeah. <laughs> If I have Harry, I yeah. would just let you know I'm a whisker away from that front. <laughs> Nanny would have been worried. Everybody, they would have kicked me out anyway. They would have said, "No, this we one." We can't trust this one. We can't trust this one. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to go. <laughs> Emmanuel, they've asked. Um, mm. Seeing as it is that you are so tied to carrying on tradition, yeah, uh, especially when it is it's the continuance of wealth within your particular lineage, would okay. you marry into a white? Um, family, oh, marry a white woman. No, but that's, that that doesn't continue my family. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that, little black babies. That's we were just talking about wealth, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. The wealth needs to be with my black family. Just wealth for me, uh, no. 
There's your answer. He says no. No, that's a very, that's, that's a very easy answer. Easy question. Yeah. All right. Harry. So Prince Harry has accused tabloid newspapers of hacking his voicemails when he was a teenager, saying it made him feel he couldn't trust anybody. Apparently in court in his case against the Mirror Group, MGN, uh, Mirror Group newspapers, he said he has um, experienced hostility from the press since he was born. He's the first senior royal to give evidence in court in over 130 years, you know. MGN's lawyer said that he had sympathy for the Duke, but denied journalists' actions were all unlawful. Prince Harry arrived on Tuesday morning at London's High Court dressed in a dark suit and looking relaxed. Dozens of journalists only had a matter of seconds to get their photographs as he made his way swiftly into the building. In court, he was cross-examined by MGN lawyer Andrew Green, KC, who became increasingly direct in his challenges as the hearing wore on. The prince grew in confidence after a nervous start. But yeah, man, this is what the prince has been experiencing, man. I guess it's why he wanted to leave. Although, William experienced the same thing, but decided to, you know, follow and understand duty. But look anyway. how miserable he lives. But he hates that he, woman, man. Why do you say that, though? He cheats on her anyway, allegedly. But we don't know. You know, we're regular people compared to them. I don't know about you, but my ears is to the streets. So. <laughs> the royal streets. Listen, <laughs> any streets, I get the tea. All right, that's true, that's true. Your man yeah. thinks rich people are allowed to cheat anyway. Anyway. <laughs> that's <laughs> all I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <guy>. about Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> Second headline takes us to um, Sudan, where the Congolese government, uh, sugar warning here, um, some murders in this um, conflict. And the Congolese government has said that 10 people from the Democratic Republic of Congo have been killed in an army attack on a university campus in Sudan. They died in the bombardments on Sunday afternoon at Khartoum's International University of Af Africa, it said. Um, the foreign minister said that what hurts us very much is that it was a regular army that dropped the bombs, knowing that there were foreigners there. Rival military forces have been battling in Sudan's capital for weeks. Paramilitary fighters of the Rapid Support Forces, RSF, have bases in many residential areas across the city, which tend to be attacked by the military from air. It's not clear if those caught up in Sunday's bombing were university students. It may have been a situation where they were in the area or, you know, something like that, basically. And, yeah, sad, man. And the last headline um, is an update from yesterday. And yesterday we spoke about the BBC, British Airways and Boots being um, hacked, right? So that same group has come out, this prolific cyber uh, crime guy, and they're thought to be based in Russia. And they basically issued an ultimatum to all the victims of the hack um, that they hit all across the world. The Klopp Group posted a notice on the dark web warning that those affected by the Move It hack to email them before the 14th of June or the stolen data that they've taken will be published. That's more than 100,000 staff at the BBC, British Airways and Boots have been told, have been told payroll data have been taken. Employees, employers, pardon me, are being urged not to pay up if the hackers demand a ransom. Cybersecurity research previously suggested that Klopp could be responsible for the hack, which was first announced last week. And the criminals found a way to break into a piece of popular business software called MoveIt and were then able to access, gain access uh, to their databases of potentially hundreds of other companies. Analysts at Microsoft said on Monday they believe Klopp was to blame based on the techniques that they used to hack. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into Word and Road. <laughs> Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Before you start, um, mm-hmm. Esther, I just want to put up a picture of Emmanuel's hero. If you want to look at the screen, Emmanuel, I'm going to put a camera in your face. This guy can't be lying crazy, you know? Never, never, never. Oh, that means definitely. Never. Kanye and his wife. No, not Kanye's wife. It's Kanye. Those pants are That's his wife in the, under the thing. Yeah, but the main thing is that look at Kanye. <laughs> Hold on, you have, to, you have to move the double cheat up. To show me shoes as well on a Thursday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> this is the guy you were standing for, brother. What's he doing to his girl? <laughs> Why is she like this? What's he doing to her? Is she going to a funeral or something? No, you know he dresses and that's his um his genius. I don't understand why Can she even move her arms? Why is he doing this to her? He's genius. He's showing her outfit. Is she being forced? <laughs> Bro, you, you, have to, you, have to, you have to move the hijab. <laughs> you know he's got shoulder pads on. You let me know. Is that duty? Him. He's got shoulder <laughs> pads on. Is that her duty as a wife or is she being forced? Where? I don't see his footwear. <laughs> Brent, is that her duty or is she being forced? So that he's, she's asking him that question. <laughs> I have a problem with that question. It's a double cheek chop on a Tuesday afternoon. Why is he doing this though? Anyway. It's nice there. Kanye's been doing his Pilates. Right, so his name's Cuba, right? Cuba. Cuba. Gooding Jr. So basically, he was, um, he's the actor, um, trigger warning, sorry, sexual assault and things of such nature. So basically, he's an actor and he was taken to court. He's been accused of like several things, he's had a lot of allegations about interactions with women that are not consensual, um, groping, unwanted touching, kissing, all sorts of things that he shouldn't have been doing. And basically he was taken to court um, with like, of this case with, like, with three women that he allegedly abused between 2009 and 2019. And it was due to like a federal civil case. Um, but it's basically been settled out of court, actually. So initially, one of the women was asking for $6 million um, in damages. And she basically said that in summer, in 2013, introduced himself to her, um, got her drinks and whatever. And at the, I think they were at the hotel, whatever. And then he needed to change his clothes, invited her up to the room. And he began to undress himself in front of her. And when she wanted to go, he blocked her path. And he wouldn't stop touching her and all that kind of stuff, basically. But yeah, so the case has been settled out of court. There's no word exactly on how much um, the case was settled for. But the reports are basically saying that there was some things that was going to come out about him if the trial had gone ahead. So I guess they wanted to stop that. But it's just, it's, he's creepy now when I watch him and stuff. It's just it's sad when people do stuff like that. Um, B. Simone has also been trending. Um, so I spoke about her friend, I spoke about Jackie O, um, DC's wife who sadly passed away last week. And one of her best friends was B. Simone. And B. Simone is trending because obviously she's grieving her her friend and whatnot. But she put up a post and she said, if you're not on my close friends, you're not going to see much of my life during this time, obviously during the grieving process. She said, close friends, I love you. Thank you for being a safe space. So essentially she put a link up 
to pay to join her close friends because that's what she's going to be posting during this grieving, grieving process. And the, the description of the close friends show is it's exclusive access to intimate moments with her fans, friends and family. You see behind the scenes of when she travels, turns up, gets a little wild and so much more. So obviously she's getting cooked. People are like, your friend has passed away and you think, like, you think giving people, pay it, charging people to have access to close friends while you're grieving your friend because you're not going to be in your main is a good idea. And people basically cussing her for it being low and disgusting and blah, blah, blah. But it turns out anyway that she's always had this. So it's not a thing that she just introduced because her friend died. She's always had a kind of close friends um, show thing on the side. But I guess... If people don't know that you have that, they wouldn't know. More sad news. Um, Wendy Williams's son had an exclusive interview with The Sun. Oh. Yeah, had an exclusive interview with The Sun US. And he basically just expressed how he feels about everything that's going on with his mum. He It's a very, very long interview. Um, it's an interesting read if you want, if you're interested. Um, but yeah, she basically he basically said how he's very worried about his mum and... There's a lot that's going on. He fears that um, she could be near death because she, he doesn't feel like she's being taken care of the way she should be. She should be be taken care of. Um, he says that the people around her are basically taking advantage of her, and they have got her making decisions that she would not ordinarily make had she been in a quote unquote sane place, like in a place where she's not ill and she's not kind of dying and down bad essentially. Um, he says that there's stuff that's happened. So there was a period where he was taking care of her, and I think I reported on that. And he said while while he was taking care of her, obviously, like, she was doing well. But he said that since she... Because she has to go into rehab again or something like that, or into care or something like that. And then um, since she's not been with him, her illness... Her, her state seems to be deteriorating. And he said how basically she struggles. She's got like, alcohol issues. Where because of her illnesses, her body can't break down alcohol the way it should be breaking down alcohol. Mm. So when she drinks, it stays, it just stays in her body kind of thing. But the people, her manager and the people that are around her that are meant to be helping her, are taking her to like strip clubs and taking her to places where there's alcohol consistently. And he was like, they've got her signing deals and making like work decisions, business decisions of things she would not do. If she wasn't dependent on them, because she's got a guardianship now. Mm. So she's, yeah, since last she's had a guardianship. So it's like they're just taking advantage of her situation and they're abusing her situation. And essentially, he doesn't, he doesn't trust the people that think that's meant to be taking care of her, he doesn't trust her situation. And he does say, he's saying that if, you know, proper care isn't granted and if things are not changed and rectified, it could be fatal um, with everything she's going through. But yeah, it's, it's sad, man. Um, it's sad. It's it's very it's a very sad interview because I can't imagine like seeing your mum in that state, and he's the only child as well. I can't imagine seeing your mum in that state and not being able to do anything, like be not being able to do anything to help. I think there was a time as well when she no, I think there was a time when she went to hospital, which was not too long ago, and he didn't even know that she was in the hospital. Mm. And then when she came out, he didn't even know that that no one sent him anything or, I guess yeah, no one sent him anything or he's not, and it's not easy for him to have access to her. It's a very very sad interview, but praying for Wendy. I hope she can get through this and hopefully there is some kind of something is done and he can make the right steps to do that. Um, Katie Price, Peter, as in the animal protection people, they're basically calling for her to have um, a lifetime ban on pets. Trigger warning on the animal cruelty and things of such nature. 
They're basically saying that she's got blood on her hands because her seventh pet has died in her care. Mm. Reading through the story, yeah, I can't lie. They've got they've got they've got a good leg to stand on, because she just can't be trusted with nothing, nothing. I will I will take you through it. So basically, yeah, this comes after basically she got a German Shepherd, and the dog was sadly hit by a car on the A something A forty A forty two or something like that. One of the motorways, one of the A's, got hit by a car, and one of the um, the basic saying that in in her care, she's had five dogs die, a horse, and a chameleon. All in her care, and a then horse. also a horse. Let me tell you how they died. So I'm just gonna scroll through it. So basically, no wait. Before I even get there, she posted on Instagram one day saying, "Words can't just express the loss of my best friend, my protector, my absolutely everything." who had sadly passed away today. I have no words to say how I'm feeling, but I'm numb and shocked. R.I.P. Blade. That was the name of the dog that died, right? There was also, there's also a petition that's got like over 33,000 signatures from the public saying that she should not be allowed any more pets. Um, so basically, one of her dogs escaped... Yeah, one of her dogs, dogs escaped through an open gate and was knocked, was knocked down, right? And because of that happened, that negligence the petition went up by 16,000 supporters right and then and the person who's behind the petition said um, one of the critics behind the petition he said a puppy has died in the last 24 hours in Katie Price's care she bought this puppy for her 13 year old child three weeks ago which was killed in an accident no one witnessed in the last five years more animals have died from lack of care horses dogs cats lizard hedgehogs this isn't a single family tragedy it's a common thing in Katie Price's home Two dogs have been run over. Puppies were found dead drowning in a neglected swimming pool. A horse was run over on a motorway. That's how the horse died, on the motorway. Um, animals just go missing in her home, never to be seen again. Her guard do- dog broke into her neighbor's garden and killed the neighbor's chickens. Imagine. I thought I was trying to fix those. Very timely. Um... So she had a dog that, yeah, her guard, obviously a dog that was trained to attack people. And then her dog also killed her cat, ripped the cat apart. So they're basically saying that this neglect here is just, is too wild. And they're saying how like, when she did, a, when she had like this reality TV show, in her house, you could see like cat poo with like mold growing on it and like dog poo that was left on the floor, clothes all over the place. Essentially, she's not, she's not safe enough for anything like that. And one of her puppies, one of her dogs, her dogs drowned in a pool as well. So essentially, she's just not safe for animals, man. And Peter basically saying that she needs to be, she needs to face some kind of also like kind of legal consequences to this. Um, but also, yeah, but basically she she should not be allowed any more pets because whenever they're given to her, because I guess she's either gifted them or like, you know, buys them or whatever, but she can't be trusted. And I hear it because when I first read this, I thought this is silly. When I got into it and I saw people that have, all the pets that have died in her care, she can't be trusted, man. But yeah, the dog was the dog that died the other day um, was found on A24 and it didn't have a microchip. It just had an LV collar. Because <laughs> surely your animals have microchips and stuff like that. So it just had an LV collar, basically. But yeah, it was sad, man. And I guess they had to... They found out it was a dog. Mm. I, I don't even know if she knew that the dog was missing. Crazy man, but um, yeah, so that's what's happening on this side of town. 
That is all from me. Let's get into people's journal. All right, people. Welcome to the People's Journal, where mm-hmm. I give you the news from an economics point of view. The first thing I want to ask you guys here, well, yeah, the first thing I want to ask you guys, this, I, I'm thinking of maybe making this a topic here, but this is about vaping. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to hear you guys' opinion on this. No, because when you said vape, I just heard Philip. So I, I heard Philip. Yeah, I thought Philip. I thought Philip. I really thought Philip. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Well, he, he, he does he, that now. He, he's ruined vaping. <laughs> <laughs> that is legit. He has to. Very legit. Well, maybe, maybe that's what the government needed, man. Because uh, children's doctors are calling for a complete ban on this, uh, disposable vapes, right? Children's doctors. Yeah. Ban on children for children. Like, ch- kids are vaping in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically, yeah. yeah. The new school kids are vaping now. Well, secondary school. Primary. Primary school primary. too. Yeah. Okay, primary no, 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 school. No, 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 sorry. I forgot what age my sister was. No, no, secondary, secondary, secondary school. But like year seven. That's borderline primary school. Is there age exactly. on, on buying vapes? <laughs> I'm not sure, you know. I'm not too there sure. Ha, there, there has to be, surely. Teachers, yeah. I'd be livid as a teacher and walking through school and they're yeah. vaping they're in the corridor. Mm, yes, what? That's what ah, I couldn't do my job. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't do my job. That's what they advertise them, all these fruity colours, they've got all the different. Mm. Colour sticks, pink. No, yellow, I'll be going bonkers. Red. I'll be going bonkers. Vapes will be banned from my school if I was a head teacher. Oh, 100 mm. yeah, That's wild. Vapes and balloons, man. Yep. But yeah, man, the UK government's planning um, steps to, to reduce vaping among the under 18s. And basically, this is why the, the government, sorry, the doctors are basically saying just ban it completely, disposable vapes. But then obviously, you've got the other side of it, the anti um, smoking campaign. Um, and well, one of the sorry, one of these anti-smoking campaign groups, right? And they're basically saying that if you did that, yeah, it will make it harder for adults to give up smoking, and yeah. it will also increase the trade in illegal vapes. Yeah. So what do you guys think about that? It will make it harder for adults to stop smoking. Yeah, because you know some but of just, them try to transition in that. Yeah, but that's the thing. They they, they try to transition, but then they get addicted to vaping. It's still, a, it's still an addiction. You can't move... Moving from one addiction to another addiction mm. is not solving and also any why, addictions. why aren't cigarettes being banned then? Because they make too much money. Make it a lot of money. Yeah, too much money, yeah. yeah then if your argument's money, then miss, miss me with this whole thing, thing then. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? But yeah, that, that's, that's basically the, the first thing that I wanted to mention. Um, selling vapes or e-cigarettes to children is illegal, right? But that has not stopped a rise in, like um, as I was saying, 11 to 17-year-olds experimenting with vaping. From It's gone up um, since last year. Before it was seven point seven percent, now it's gone up to eleven point six percent. I could be eleven and vaping. Yeah, imagine from eleven to seventeen, it's crazy. And about fifteen percent of sixteen to seventeen year olds are vaping. Fifteen percent, eighteen percent of eighteen year olds are currently vaping as well, according to this study. But yeah, that's the first thing. Um, the IMF, well, the the deputy, um, <coughs> deputy head has come out. Her name is Gita Gopinath, and she's basically saying that immigration, which the UK is trying to curb can actually help push down the UK inflation. That's what she's saying. She's saying that um, immigration will obviously fill up the gaps in domestic jobs markets and kind of push down UK inflation and all that type of stuff. And so basically trying to put a cap on um, you know, the immigration problem, which braver men and Rishi Sunak are trying to tackle, mm. um, may be detrimental long-term, economically-wise, economic-wise, for, for the country. So you're saying let them in? Not necessarily just open the floodgates, but basically be mindful, guys. Okay, yeah, this you know is what I'm saying. Consequences because, exactly. Of what you're doing. Yeah. 
Uh, next thing is Binance. Um, I believe Brent, if I'm not um, wrong, they're, they're like the biggest like crypto exchange right mm. in the world. Yeah, man. Um, they've been accused by the US of being um, of basically engaging in a web of deception. And they've been hit by another a lawsuit. So the SEC, which is the Securities and Exchange Commission, said that Binance um, and the actual founder as well ignored all the rules that are meant to be in place to, ignore, to protect the investors and all that type of stuff. And, and those same rules which allow them to operate in the US. And obviously, the, uh, Mr. Zhao, who's the, the founder, is basically saying, you guys are lying in it. Like, we've not mishandled anyone's funds and all this type of stuff. So basically, that's what it's about. But people obviously just think this is just the US trying to find a way to control it, which defeats the purpose of crypto. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So they're just trying to centralize everything and have control and, and all that type of stuff. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention was, um, this is just mainly for the Apple users, which is basically everybody in it, isn't it? Terrible. But basically, they, they've unveiled um, their reality headset. You know what yeah, the VR yeah, thing yeah. is? Well, you, you seen it, yeah? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. I haven't seen the video or the features, but I've seen it. I've seen the price as well, three, three and a half bags. Yep, 100% correct. So yeah, man, um, apparently it has two hour battery life going to be released early next year but yeah man apparently this is the biggest um thing that they've brought out in like over a decade like the newest like game change in yeah, the tech, yeah, yeah. piece of tech and so yeah man they're they're, they're they're really happy about it man tim cook's come out basically said that um the new headset se seamlessly blends blends the real world and the virtual world and i guess more people are going to be doing all types of stuff man living in the ai universe metaverse and all the, all the above um and the last thing actually is just a reminder to people um, that if you know a black business or you have a black business and you think you can benefit from um, TV advertisement, uh, Channel 4 and Lloyds Bank have got a scheme where they're um, giving five black businesses the opportunity to secure £100,000 worth of TV advertising. And the applications for that close on Monday the 26th of June. So if you're interested, just type in black in business in Google or go to Channel Four's website and you'll be able to find all the information there. And that's it for the People's Journal. Thank you. Let's have Wellness Wednesday. It's been good for time. Hmm. All right. So. Oh shit! You're leaving. Well, you're oh, yeah. oh, pay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So today's Wellness Wednesday. It's going to be a bit more. I guess motivational and whatnot. And first quote is, every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember, you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. So you're not a nobody, people. Every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember, you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. And that was by Harriet Tubman. I have a question. I do after, I don't want to ruin the vibe. <laughs> Next one. Um, change will not come if we wait for some other reason. So, pardon me, some other person. Or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. That's by Barack Obama. And the next headline, sorry, not headline. <laughs> <laughs> the next quote is by um, Esther's role model, man. Oh, this, yes, my virtual mum. Mm -hmm. And this is just a reminder, you know what I mean? That like 
especially in a world where everyone's trying to be um, some exceptional, unique thing, and everyone's just kind of just, I want to be disingenuous and, and pretentious and whatnot. Ryder Davis basically says, look, the one thing I feel is lacking, he says in Hollywood, but in, just in, in life, I guess, today is an understanding of the beauty, the power, the sexuality, the uniqueness, and the humor of being a regular black woman. Period, ma'am. I'm saying that one more time. Mm. The one thing I feel is lacking today is an understanding of the beauty, the power, the sexuality, the uniqueness, and the humor of being a regular black woman. Big up all the black women out there, man. Word, word, word. And that's it. My question. Mm-hmm. How do we know Harry Tubman said that? Who's, who recorded these things? <laughs> yeah, how long ago Harry Tubman was around? I feel I have a theory that people be making up quotes about <laughs> that Harry Tubman said that. Well, people be making Florence up quotes about people that. all the time. Like. Shut up. 100%. It's what you imagine they said. Yeah. I don't think Harry was thinking, thinking about every great dream. You never, you never know. Remember, she had the dream, though. Like, if not for her, like, bear slaves would just remain slaves. She freed yeah, man, so many people. I don't think when they were all chained up, doing what, like, going for what they're going through, she's mm. like, every great dream begins with a dreamer. <laughs> Always remember, you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion. Since they know if she's going to get lynched or not. She died in 1913. Bro. And we're out here in 2023. How many mm. years later? Yeah, talking about Harriet Tubman said that. But remember, she was assisted at certain parts, right? So she may have spoke to certain people that recorded certain things. I mean, if it is that we can yeah. um, conceptualize the Bible, mm. then <laughs> surely we could possibly hold on to a few Harriet Tubman quotes. Listen, mate. Yeah. In year 4000, someone's going to talk about L. Esther once said, I didn't say that shit. I think because the <laughs> quotes are, not, are they written down anyway? Like a journal or. It's just basically. And Frank's notes. Her. A diary. The quote has traveled via word of mouth, isn't it? There's no tangible. <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I think they're actually with like certain people who are around at the same time. Yeah. You know no, no I'm though? just backing her. I'm not disputing it. Do you know what's so funny? <laughs> because, yeah, they have been quoted that I've seen it around, and then like when celebrities ask it, they're like, I never said that. Yeah, that's like, true. I never said that. that. But yeah, it's that in happen. the Tumblr streets that quotes is doing the rounds. Hmm. Big up Harriet. She didn't say that. Harriet and them. Mm hmm. And yes, the people in the chat asking if the glasses are AR or VR, they're probably more augmented reality than virtual reality. Yeah, exactly what I said. That's exactly what it is. I don't know the differences. All right. Wow, well, let's oh dear, the next headline. Let's get into the next headlines. Big one. All right. Um, so this next headline, trigger warning here. And this is of um, allegations of sexual abuse. In fact, the next two headlines are, so please, guys, um, bear that in mind. This first one is um, a British woman has come out and said that Andrew Tate choked her until, he, until she lost consciousness while they were having sex and then subjected her to threatening behavior. The woman, who was 20 at the time, says she first met the controversial social media influencer in August of 2014. She says that consensual sex turned violent when Mr. Tate choked her and when she woke up, he was still having sex with her, adding, I didn't consent to it. Mr. Tate says he vehemently denies the allegations against him. The spokesperson said that Mr. Tate does not condone violence of any kind towards women and that all sexual acts had taken, he had taken part in had been consensual. Evie, if it's not her real name, she was speaking to BBC Newsnight um, and she basically said she first met uh, Mr. Tate in the bar in Luton before he was an influencer with those uh, you know, followers and that. Um, she says that he was working as a club doorman and she was a uh, student. 
She said that she had consensual sex with Mr. Tate before meeting him again at her flat later in 2014 in late November, early December. It was then a consensual sexual encounter. Um, it was then, pardon me, that the sexual uh, consensual sexual encounter became violent, she says. She said that Mr. Tate put his hand on her throat and strangled her. Evie says, when she came around, it was a bit confusing at first, saying the influencer was still having sex with me. Evie, who's now 30, claims that Mr. Tate also subjected her to violent threats, including threatening to kill her until he left the following morning. He kept saying, I own you. You belong to me, she says. All throughout the night, he was being fairly aggressive and saying horrible things. The next day, Evie said the white part of one of her eyes had, had turned completely red. Um, Evie did not report the alleged incident to the police at the time. When she was asked by the BBC why she didn't go to police to report the rape, to report a rape, Evie said that she did not realise she had been the victim of an alleged crime. She added, I think I knew what had happened, um, I didn't consent to, but I didn't see it as rape or sexual assault because this was 10 years ago. She says it wasn't until six years later when she described the alleged incident to her friends that she began to think she had been sexually assaulted. And the next headline, which kind of, it's completely different to this, um, but it's linked in some, in the, it all makes sense when I say it. And again, trigger warning, guys, um, rape. And this is happening in Japan. And the Japanese parliament is now debating a landmark bill to reform the country's sexual assault laws. Right? And this is only the second time. This is like such a revision has happened in a century. The bill covers a number of changes, but the biggest and the most significant one will see lawmakers redefine rape from forcible sexual intercourse to non-consensual sexual intercourse, effectively making legal room for consent in a society where the concept where the concept is still poorly understood. So current Japanese laws defines rape as sexual intercourse or indecent acts committed forcibly or through assault or intimidation or by taking advantage of a person's unconscious state or inability to resist. This is at odds with many other countries would define it more broadly as any non-consensual intercourse or sexual act, basically where no means no. Activists are arguing that Japan's narrow definition has led to even narrower interpretations of the law by prosecutors and judges, setting an impossibly high bar for justice and fostering a culture of skepticism that deters survivors from reporting their attacks. In 2014, the to in, in a 2014 in Tokyo case, for instance, um, this man had pinned a 15-year-old girl to a wall and had sex with her while she resisted. He was acquitted of rape as the court ruled that his actions did not make it extremely difficult. These are the words, extremely difficult for her to resist. The teenager was treated as an adult because the age of the consent in Japan is only 13 years old, which is the lowest amongst the world's richest democracies. The actual trial processes and decisions vary. Some defendants were not convicted, even their acts were proven to be, even if their acts were proven to be non-consensual, as they did not meet the case of assault or intimidation. And this was um, said by a spokesperson for Spring, which is a sexual assault survivor group in Japan. Wild. So some crazy things are happening, man. Very, very wild. Yes, sorry about that, people. And um, yeah, that's the end of um, the headlines. Right, let's get into the reaction. Um, welcome to Esther's favorite part of the show, people, where we bring you sports news. Or well, we try to. <laughs> oh, I should have sent it to you. We're missing a trick. What the live news ain't in the dock. What the um live and PJ merger. LIV thing? Golf? What's it? Oh, I don't know. Do you know about that huge scandal that's been going around forever? 
<laughs> the Saudis doing their sports washing and they made the new pro golf league and they paid them and all the money. A lot of the top boys went, left the PGA tour, went mm. to the, the Live tour, mm. earning big peas and that. And then they're going against each other. And obviously with all the human rights stuff and all that, yeah. they've been chatting bare shit about the league, innit? And demanding everybody that's won and got the money. And all that. They've been yeah. dragging them through the dirt, trying to kill their reputations. And okay, Tiger Woods stayed, Macaron and over that. They stayed yeah. with the PGA. They've been, they've been going against each other, innit? Okay, okay. I know about that. You know what? Well, they lost. They lost the war because <laughs> there's a merger now. The Saudis' money is long. Live and PJ are merging now, like brother. But we, we, we're seeing it with football as well. The, the contracts they're offering mm. to mm -hmm. Benzi, Messi is ridiculous. Even yeah. um, Kante as well yesterday. Mm, it's going off. Saudi yeah. won, but the money's long. No, the money's crazy out there. All that complaining and now it's all the same thing. These people must be so hurt and it's so mad because I, don't, I was I was looking for some kind of documentary or something because I wanted to like proper take a deep, a deep dive into it because there's a lot about it that I actually don't know mm. and I wanted to know why people were so oh, were really? so but it is it's just the whole it's the whole human rights stuff yeah, it? it's, yeah. it's the whole Saudi stuff in it but yeah they just came through with their bread boy money talks yeah it does money talks yeah. the first headline isn't it Saha got offered um, 45 million uh, over three years I think it is okay now let me take oh, oh, I wanted to join to join Saudi Arabia yeah to join uh, Al Nasser all right, cool. So look, Wolfrizar has been offered a three and a half year deal by Al Nasser worth 45 million. It's 15 million per year. Wolfrizar has received a huge offer to join Cristiano Ronaldo at the Saudi Arabian club Al Nasser. Sky Sports News has been told the 30 year old has been offered a three year contract worth 45 million. Zaha's representative has also been approached by Atletico Madrid and three other Champions League clubs. The Ivory Coast International has not made a decision on his future yet and wants to assess all his options. Signing a new contract at Crystal Palace has not been ruled out with his current deal set to expire at the end of June. I think it's rude with all the money that they've been throwing at, at people. Nah, not really. Off of 45 million not really. Nah, I think it's no, rude. I hear you, but you have to think about this, the, the status of the player. I it? don't care. <laughs> I don't care. If I'm Zaha, I'm doubling, I'm telling my agent, go back, give me 100 M's, I'm, I'm forward. I, I hear you because if you look at what they offered, they offered Messi, what, 345, four, four, 400 million euros a year. They offered Benzi 200 million. Yeah, and they offered um, this guy fifteen million. Can't tell if they offered hundred. Yeah, but if you, yeah, but Zaha's nowhere near this star as Messi. I don't care if you want me, you want me, you want me. You start signing Cristiano, and I'm going to be the next signing. And this, no, but you know it is. Zaha's there to improve the team. He's not a draw. Whereas Benzema is a draw, and he was improved the team. Isn't it? That's that's why. Fifteen million a year. But if I'm Zaha, I'm, I'm, I'd I'm take not, that. Nah, I'm not taking it. I'll be honest with you. You see Zaha. Zaha stayed at. Um, He's been on good money for a little while. It's only like 50 a week or something like that. He'd been on good money for a decent time in that year. Yeah, but his career's not he's done yet. Missed, he missed, he missed the boat, bro. His window, yeah, he missed his window. He missed his window for one of them good teams from one of them like, because I'm not saying he still couldn't do it. No, he's they're not going to go for him. Arsenal ain't going to go for him from now. Like nobody, he's missed his window. His best bet right now will probably be staying at Palace where you're going to go and earn decent money and be a king and, and do your thing. And if that's the case, Go and get 15 million a year, nah, kid. It's three years, man. Nah. You come back at 33, you could probably... Well, then again, will they, will they take you back in the Prem after a Saudi Arabian League? Think about it. He's, he's only yeah. 30, isn't it? He's only 30. Yeah. Yeah. I think he still has a couple of years left of him. Maybe a bit more. He's still he's still kind of young physically, isn't it? even though he's 30, isn't it? Going to Saudi now is like the end of his career. His career is done now. We're going to start... Nah, his career's not done yet. How, but you want to start winding it down. These men been getting checks their whole life and not even been thinking about the latter half of their career. They need to start getting into investments. I don't know what kind of what is what his portfolio is like when yeah. you've got property, businesses, yeah. all these stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But like he does he doesn't seem like he talks well and that like that. So I can't see him doing punditry <laughs> stuff and all that. You know what I'm trying to say? So you need to start 
focusing on the latter half. This is an investment into your future, bro. Go and get 50 million. You don't even have to touch it. You earn so much money. that free, You don't even have to touch it. You can come back with 50 M's. No, I think if I'm Zaha, I'm playing about two to three more years. Three years, probably. Where? In, in the Prem. Just at Palace or just? I'll probably look look for a move. I'll probably look for a move. But not 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 that I'm gonna say now. It's, it's too early. Yeah, don't look at don't look um look a look, look a gift horse in the mouth. Far too far too early, man. Far okay. too early. Mm. And then what else we got? What other transfer rumors we got? It says Chelsea have stolen a march of Manchester United by report by open by opening talks to sign Neymar. Um, Napoli defender um, Min Jae Kim. Ain't that Kim Min Jae? Okay. Min Jae Kim has reportedly <laughs> bid farewell to his teammates ahead of the proposed move to Manchester United. And Tottenham have an interest in Manchester United skipper Harry Maguire at the North London club press ahead with their summer transfer plans following an appointment uh, um new head coach, Angie Postacoglu. I wonder where Maguire goes. I also read that there's a few um, stumbling blocks in the main, in the Mount uh, United deal. Oh, is it? Yeah. I ain't seen that. What's the stumbling blocks? Uh, I think Chelsea are demanding too much money. Oh, yeah, that's, that, that's been the problem. That's, that, that's, that's not too... That's the only stumbling block. They that, got that, big, was in. Big, that was in, yeah. Yeah, they got a meet evaluation. It? Chelsea are talking about 80 and he's got a year left in his contract and it's just stupid. United want closer to 50. Yeah. It's, I don't know what they do. They need they need to sell players. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. So we'll see how that goes. But that will get done. It's just a matter it's just it's just a matter of cost. Amount of when? Hmm? Amount of when, you say? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a matter of when, yeah. Um we spoke about um Benzema. Yeah. Going to Saudi for the big peas. He's done that. And then um, one last headline. Liang Wenbo and Liang Hang handed lifetime bans. See, I was thinking, what? That's the snooker man in a minute. Mm. Mm. Chinese players Liang Wenbo and Liang Hang have been handed lifetime bans for their involvement in snooker's biggest match-fixing scandal. Eight other players, all from China, have received bans ranging from 20 months to five years and four months from the World Professional Billiards and Snooker Association. The allegations include manipulating games, approaching players to cheat, betting on snooker and fixing matches. Yan Bingtao, the 2021 Masters champion, has been banned until December 2027, while former UK championship winner Zhang Jingtong must serve a suspension that ends in September 2024. All 10 players have until the 20th of June to appeal against their decisions. Um, the WPBSA chairman, Jason Ferguson, said... This has been a very complex case. It has been heartbreaking to see some young, talented players fall foul of the WPBSA's conduct regulations through pressure exerted by two senior players. This behaviour has been recognised by wholly unacceptable, as wholly unacceptable by the imposition of two lifetime bans from participating in recognised snooker in any way. I am pleased that the commission found that they did not see from the present case any evidence of a wider culture of wrongdoing in snooker. It's done. I don't understand. I didn't know man was fixing snooker matches and all that. I thought that was, thought it was all straight out there. Yeah, and that's the end of our um, reaction sports news, man. Let's get into our done out here. We can wrap this up pretty. We can have our last little gist. So, yeah, our boards wanted to um talk about um Philip Schofield, yeah, ITV, Holly, Willabooby. Um, I was gonna do it yesterday, but we we'll use over here. So now we're here. Mm. I just want to know like how everybody feels because that is 
That is, they are the, um, the recipients. You know what's killing me? Yeah. What? The way you phrased that question, that's exactly what Holly was, Holly was doing. Holly was like, just let you know that we care about how you guys feel. How did you feel about that? Well, Holly's behavior. When she spoke to you. <laughs> I haven't seen her statement. Are you alright? Oh like, no, we should. I'm alright. Oh, I mean, is that where you can get the clip? Are you, are, are you alright? It's too funny the way she did it. You know, because we're all feeling. It's like, who, Holly, who are you talking who, to? Like, and do you know what's killing me? It's like, <laughs> at least pretend it's come from the heart. Girl, we know yeah. you got to tell him proper like, We can tell you're reading it word for word, bar for bar, from the screen in front of you. And it was just the way it was just all planned man. out. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? They had her in like like tan neutral colours because they yeah. just didn't want to be too <laughs> aggressive. Color. No, just, this was. No, I hear what you're saying. It's like, it's like the, the tricks they're using it. The production, this was yeah, well yeah, thought yeah. out. You so know what, what I'm trying to say? Has it been, has it been proven that they were all, not complicit, but they all knew um, what was going on? No, that, that's not been proven. No, okay. the stuff coming out, Eamon Holmes is still on their neck. Yeah. I don't know. Eamon might have his own scandal because mm. he's being loud. He looks like he might have a scandal. <laughs> he might have his own scandal because he is being loud. Mm. He is on their necks, but maybe he just feels betrayed, maybe. Mm. Hard done by. Because again, I think, the, I think, I think, what's he trying to say that like, they was lied to and duped, innit? So they knew that stuff was going on, that he was homosexual, but they made that, they, so people were supporting him behind the scenes, but they're not supporting that, if that makes sense. Yeah. They made that like it was a different issue, innit? Mm. So it just feels bad. But it's like, yeah, when she's looking in and talking about, oh yeah, how do you feel? And blah, blah, blah. and then like, but thinking, what she's is not really, not, she's not, she's trying to separate herself from that, yeah, but she's still trying yes, to like, man. no, but she's still trying to, oh like, oh, he's lost so much and, yeah, oh, like his is 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 like his mental health. Like, no, like, we you know, know his health is mental. No, because he could okay, because they could sue them. Because yeah. if, if she goes on there and doesn't at least show like some form of like care or whatever, yeah. he could say that whatever she said incites some kind of hate or whatever towards him, and as such, that's causing people to bully him more. And da, 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 and he could sue them. And if you think about the fact that obviously they must they, they knew what was going on, but they basically left him out to they left him out to dry now. They've hung him out to dry. That's the, that's the saying. So for him, he's probably finding he, he could find any. They can't give him any reason to try and get back at them. He's got mm. a cheek. Why would he even Isn't have? That? Why is he? Has he got the goal to even try and come and get back at them? Audacity. Like, the free. audacity is ridiculous. My audacity, like he said, he ruined vapes for everybody. <laughs> yeah. And only thing I can go back to, I said it on Twitter the other day. Yeah, could you imagine? Yeah, just imagine. Mm. Yeah. R. Kelly was vaping in that Girl King interview. <laughs> <laughs> Just the sentiment behind him. How could he be vaping in that interview? Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's Do you know what I mean? No, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, they're asking you questions. Like, your life is on the line. He's just dead. Not in between, like, he's like... Yeah, look at... Look imagine my whole with this camera on me. He <laughs> 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 thinks <it's> rough. <laughs> I was like, are you okay? Like, they've actually asked you... Was did you have a relationship with this guy when he was younger? And he's like, No, I didn't. I really didn't. He shrugged. He was like, I don't know what else to tell you. I didn't. I think there's one time, yeah. I think he blew the smoke through his nose. <laughs> 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 doing tricks and tips. Doing all sorts of tricks. But your life, you say your life is on a line. And then the same breath, whilst vaping, you're talking about you, you, you understand what Caroline Flank went, went through. You would understand what character, actually, you know what, let me not speak about the dead. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, you know me, I'm, I don't care about dead. I don't speak about anyone I need to be spoken about. I'm just okay, saying, I don't know why like... you picked her to be like, like, mm. she was, she she was, was, she was, she was 31 and, and, her, and my man was 17. Like, so and she abused him. I'm sure you felt like her, you madman. She was on, she was literally having a trial for abuse. Wow. And you think that's the good example to go with? 
I hear you talking about um, them being sued and all that, yeah, but I think they're just doing too much to protect this guy. Like, the man's, um, like, a paedophile, yeah. like, basically. And, like, you are trying to protect, talking about I think his mental health and his... I think he's like, still got some power, though, that's why. Yeah, but you, we're, just, uh, we're just ignoring the fact, yeah, that, like, mm. he's trying to do this paedophilia thing. They're saying that even if he didn't... He's grooming and a, mm. a, a top-level groomer. Even if he didn't touch the ute, yeah? yeah? They're saying that he walked into a building and saw the ute when he was 10, Yeah. Gave him a job, took him, bring him to his workplace, gave him a job, and then started slamming him up from when he was young. Mm. If that was role reverse and a man done that to a woman, went to a primary school and saw a 10 year old girl there. Yeah. There's no way. A 10 year old girl took no her way. out of her place, bring her to his establishment, what? hired her, and then make us and then start dealing with her wicked in the changing rooms. There's no way. What are we do what's gonna happen? What are we doing here? He would have been killed. What are we doing here? Has he been charged? I don't even know how. No, it he's, not, he's not going to be charged. I don't. There's, there's no. I don't. There's no charge because they, apparently, the guy wasn't underage when and they had because, a relationship. And that's what he keeps saying. That he keeps making a point yeah. to be like it was that consensual part. and it wasn't. He wasn't underage. So oh, it's so, not so the boy who's involved in this, he's come out and he's spoken about. It and he's like the boy ain't said nothing. Yeah. nothing. And that's the oh, sad oh, thing because okay. everyone keeps talking about Philip Schofield, but no one's checking on the boy. Is this oh. boy okay? And in his statement, he was like, "Oh, you know, he just wants everyone to, you know." um, Kind of give the guy privacy to deal with what he's dealing with. Well, look, he's got all this scandal You're going he was on. Dealing yeah. with. He's got all this scandal going on, yeah, and he's wrapped up with him cheating on his wife, having the, the affair with the Ute man, and he's all wrapped up in him coming out, innit? Mm. You know what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say? So it's all about his sexuality, innit? Mm. So it's like he's got that shield of yeah. homosexuality there yeah, in front yeah, of him, yeah. and it feels like if anybody says anything too much, they're going to try and change it into homophobia. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, Jeremy yeah. Clarkson tried to come out there, yeah. he's talking mm-hmm. about this homophobia stuff and that. So it's now he's got that. that, he's got that barrier, that shield of yeah. homosexuality there, yeah. protecting him. And it's like, now people ain't allowed to say how they really feel. So if we go yeah. after him and try and vilify him, they're going to try and tell us we're homophobic. We're not homophobic. But we're not homophobic. We're pedophobic. We're, mm-hmm. He's a pedophile. He's a sadophile. <laughs> <laughs> The <laughs> <laughs> fuck? No, yeah. you're spitting. It's wild, man. This is bullshit. But, it's, but, it's wild. You know, a lot of the time, yeah, when celebrities are kind of outed, right, it's, it's almost like the powers that be have had enough of them mm. and allow it to happen. They, they remove the shield, innit? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel as though people, they're kind of putting the shield back and protecting him? And this is why Holly's come out, Clarkson's come out to be like, wait a minute, we've changed our mind now. We don't want to destroy Philip now. So mm. guys, be positive. Again. Do you know what I think here? Yeah? I actually think here yeah, they would have protected him to the nth degree. Mm. But I've, I still feel like we haven't heard the worst of it. I mm. still feel like there's something that's coming that's mm. bigger than all of this. Because all the things he's doing, he's got his poor mum. Sis kind of walking around, you know. Mm. And he's got her in the park. He's going all this place and doing like PR and pictures. Picture, but you're telling me you are just walking in the park and it just happens to be a camera that's just right in front of you, just taking these pictures. Do you know what I mean? And all of that is just to create like this sympathy for him. Mm-hmm. I feel like they had no choice but to let him go. Because remember, he, he quit at yeah. first. Mm-hmm. And then, no, they went on a break at first. Mm-hmm. He and Holly went on a break at first. And then during the break, they were going to come back. There was a date, a date for them to come back. Then he quits mm-hmm. out of nowhere. But then he made a point to say that the reasons why he quits has got nothing to do with this whole boy thing, this whole mm-hmm. thing that's going on. And that was all, it's all separate. Then he's come out and now said, yes, I did lie to all the executives, but also my quitting still has nothing to do with all of this. So I feel like there's something that's going on, but I feel like they have to protect him because I feel like he knows mm. he can bring other people down. He's like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, I don't want to assume anything here. It's hard, we always do this to people and stuff like that, because we're not in the know, we don't know what's mm. going on. Yeah. But we said it before, we've watched Morning Show. We know how close these you know, people are. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. no way that's an isolated incident. No, and there's, there's no way 
there's not support in that in that system there. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like they're all yeah. culpable to they're all complicit in everything that's going on. Not all, maybe not all of them, but a, a few of them. Some of them, like some yeah. some of the higher ups, whether it be their producer that works with them every day. Obviously, Holly's the, the, the co-host. Get me, people are around. There's makeup artists and things that do with them every day that yeah. would hear wild conversations and people know yeah. wild. And that's on. why I feel like it can't that's why they keep making an emphasis on the guy was underage when they had a relationship because mm. I feel like once it becomes that, mm -hmm. I think it's going to open the floodgates for every for ex-employees, current employees to start talking about what happened, about what, as, as in like their experiences. There's going to be more people coming forward. It's going to be a whole class action suit. And I think that's why they're trying to keep it as non-messy as possible mm. because if it gets to that, ITV, as we know, it will never be the same. I want ITV to have their day in the sunshine, but I tell you that much. <laughs> I can't wait. I want them to have their day, their time in the sun. I want to see it. I want to see it. I want the pitchforks out. I'll be there front row. Like, why not? Down to the establishment. So annoying. Huh? <laughs> I, I really feel like that's what they're trying to avoid. Do you, do you think it's more with him or more with other people? It's more of people. Other people. He's the beginning. Mm. And once, if we, if we open that floor where someone, because... If one person, someone else comes out and be like, actually, yeah, yeah. he dated me too. You yeah, know, because people, people are bad People are bad as well. And he was like, if I'm going to go down, you will all go this down. Yeah. He'll start talking about extra stuff. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like stuff that's got nothing to do with him <laughs> and the you. You know, like some, other foul, you know, like some next foul stuff. He'd be like, furthermore. I went yeah. on a double date with the exec and he had a young... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, start going ham. Like, I'll bring you to all down act. What, like, what do you think this is? It would actually be the Me Too of the UK. Because I don't think the UK hasn't had a Me Too movement like that. No, we haven't actually. I think it's brazy it over that. there. I actually think it's brazy over there. I think when you start pulling at that thread, mm. I think it. Be, I think it gets brazy it. over there. I think it's disgusting. You get me? And yeah. I think, and it's interesting that that boy hasn't come out. I wonder, like, if he had to sign an NDA or something. But it's interesting that he hasn't come out. Like, we have everything we see is about Philip. Yeah. We ain't heard nothing from the guy, from his family, nothing. But I really believe that they they're trying to just manage it, not necessarily co-sign his foolishness, but they have to not do too much because there's more secrets in that establishment and this could just be the worst thing to ever happen. I know stupid right. Alison, the black woman, crying to who? about Crying for who? Philip! With the big Alison. Yeah. The one the one and only. Yeah. Well, She's out here shedding tears like, oh it's difficult because obviously like it's someone that you know, but it's just like I don't condone what he's done, but it's just such a difficult, tricky position. Damn it, who's got white man privilege? Looking at her like, bitch. <laughs> the thing is, is it what are you doing? Is it okay for oh, her? Oh, was Dermot that? giving her side eyes? But he's just awkward because he's thinking, he's just sending big tears, you know. Is it okay oh, for her to feel that way or yeah. just not, 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 not do it on camera? Huh? Is, it what? is it okay for her to feel that way but just don't do it on camera? Yes, it's unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's extremely unprofessional. Because you know what? It's because, because this, this is the issue. This is why Holly's in it, yeah? Because when you've got a show like that, yeah, where you've got like two people, like you are the nation's two breakfast people. Mm. When one person does something, like in terms of like the way the business operates, the ratings, the likability, all that stuff is tested based on the both of you. Yeah. So when Philip did what he did, that's why Holly was like, you're selfish because you could have ruined my career. Mm. You are close to retirement age. I'm only in my 40s. I've still got many years ahead of me. So then they, they then brought Derma and Alison in, right? Mm. They're potentially the ones that are going to take over because I don't see Holly staying on there. But anyway, they're the ones that are going to potentially take over. Yeah. Now you're sitting next to me. We are about to be the next big thing. And you're sitting here crying over this man talking about it's a difficult position to be in. What's so difficult about us being the next, the next stars? <laughs>
You can you can say whatever you want to say, but do it behind closed doors. Yeah. Why are you doing it here? But I feel like that's what made me think. I I think I don't think it was like a one of the rehearsed things, because he just sat there like mm -mm. like he didn't know like he didn't he just sat there. Because yeah. why are you why are you doing this for? It's ridiculous, man. Well, listen, man. That being said, man. Trust me, man. Philip, you're done at it, man. Holly, you are done at it. ITV, if we find out any more, I promise you we're going to raise that place to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> promise you. I cannot. <laughs> I think it's a very interesting summer. I love that saying. What does that come from? What does that mean, raise it to the ground? It means to just destroy everything. <laughs> Burn everything. Yeah, but how... You know, like the Simpsons when they all have the bitch yeah. in the fire. That saying is cold. It's lit. We're going to raise it to the ground, baby. It's like the fire... <laughs> mm. it out. Let's get into our outro. Alrighty, people. I hope you guys have liked the video. If you haven't, please do before you exit today's show. Sorry, did she quote the Bible? Who, Alison? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, she me, did. Just, she just... did. What was it she said again? Um, who God bless yeah, no man curse. That's what she said. <laughs> she, was, she was dancing up there, bro. She was tap dancing. Yeah. It was Wait. the sin thing, innit? <laughs> yes, that, yeah, he who is without sin cast the, the first stone. stone. That's also the stone Do you know there. That means? Someone should have stoned her. Wait, 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 let him play, let him play. <laughs> wait, yeah, let me. If my girls hadn't been there, I wouldn't be here because I don't see a future. Oh, I'm just finding it really painful because obviously, you know, I loved Philip Schofield and it's weird because I still love Philip Schofield. However, what he's done is wrong. He's admitted it. He said sorry. But I'm really, I mean, oh, as a family, we're all really um, struggling to process You know you're everything. black. You're the first one out. No, I'm talking about the music people. I never music. know what to say. But I remember <laughs> what my mum said. My mum always said, you know, use your Bible as you're sat now in life, Al. And in the Bible it says... Um, he without sin. Oh, fuck your mom, man. <laughs> this, is, this is crazy, man. Why you bring your mom into this shit? Nah, now, man. Why am I nah. Because what? I'm in conflict. Of course, of course. If my girls hadn't been there, I'm just sitting there, yeah, thinking, now, like, why am I in it? Furthermore, anyway, she used that people out of context. Do you know what that means, yeah? That means that everyone. Do you know what's mad about that quote? Mm. She could actually get in trouble with that. Because saying he who's without sin cast the first yeah, stone so she's, she's, means that you're she's all... implying that everyone else mm. is, might be complicit or doing the same as what he's doing. This is it. So she's essentially saying all of you guys judge we're all throwing things about we've all got stuff in our closet. Yeah, he's yes. the one that he's just the one that got caught in it. Do you know what? Like this video yeah, if you hate ITV. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you've got dilemmas as well, send them in to 075 if you want to inquire about the show or feature on the show, you can email our team the day after at thenewblack.com. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, share it, follow us on social media, the day after TNB, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Peace.